All right. All right. Big big time. All right. <coughs> hey. You here? Yeah. Got Tom Karosik. We up? never do an intro, but we've got Tom Karosik. Okay. No intro, Tom Karosik. How's it going? No, I said we never do an intro. This is one. Oh, hi. This is Tom Karosik. Are you going to... Are you going to give an intro to your secret guests that aren't here because they're secret? It's not a secret. What? What are you? They can't see you doing jazz hands. So? Just, I'm, I'm emotive. Justin's here. Hi. He, he broke Hi, the rules already on our contest. What? You wrote 1,600 words. You, you said you 500 more. words. It was supposed to be 500 to 750. That's still. No, you said 1,000 to 1,500. It, that was after you were like, yeah, I blew way past that. Mm, okay. Um, so you broke the rules first. Yeah. You also failed to produce the judge that you promised. So hopefully it's a big night of failure. But yep. I'm set up to fail because replacing that is my wife. Mm-hmm. And she wants nothing more than to see me fail. Who wouldn't? Who, who else do we have here, Justin? Who am I looking at? I, I think that she can introduce herself. She's I'm Tiffany. Hey, it's Tiffany. Okay, Tiffany. that's not usually the way introductions work. That was rude. No. See, <laughs> she she knows who she is. If she wants to, I'm a strong, independent woman. There you go. Good. Okay, good stuff. All right, arm wrestling is the next episode, I guess. Yeah. I'll beat all of you. Um, yeah, I, no, I don't I doubt no, that. Yeah. So <laughs> I haven't seen it personally, but everything I know about this woman leads me to believe that that is correct. So when we laid down this gauntlet eleven weeks ago, uh, yeah. I was asking my wife what she thought we should do for, or what I should do for my embarrassing story. Mm-hmm. And she immediately told me, what is my embarrassing story? And I said, I don't know about that. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> and she said, exactly. So that's what I went with. Nice. So I really given it a go on this one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call mine a, a personal low in my life. Ooh. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to call that a personal low. So this Did is something you, you really... Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't something you want shared with friends and family, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Sweet. <laughs> Juicy. So there is some stakes here. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that makes me feel good because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm playing for keeps here as well. So oh as you should be. That's good. I, I my <laughs> three year old was watching a movie in the other room mm-hmm. earlier today, and I'm like standing in here reading my homosexual erotic fan fiction. <laughs> Quietly to myself to practice my performance. See, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a joke. There's no joke here. I I don't know why you're laughing. I'm just telling you my day. Uh, Okay, continue. Sorry, (laughs) I don't. I don't think. I don't think Tom knows what he signed up for. No, that's. I was (laughs) the real. I'm coming to many realizations all at once. (laughs) It is just washing over him in waves. Do you know how many? It's amazing that I haven't peed yet. (laughs) Do you know how many times I've told him what we're doing? He's still oh, yeah. confused. Yeah. I've told him in person. I've mm. told him, I think, no, on the phone. No, I get it, but I just still didn't like realize like, <laughs> it was this in depth. Oh, we, yeah. We put yeah. some work in. Okay, yeah. We don't I, that's have what I, That's what I'm surprised podcast. about. No, I except what, our... I know what the... Except the audio quality. Yes. The, the PowerPoint presentation I have memorized. <laughs> so, but the details. I think <laughs> I heard our, our other judges may be joining us here soon. I feel like I heard a door. So Maybe. I feel like I heard a door. Let's keep everyone in suspense. Yeah, so they can watch and see if we have other right other judges coming in. Um, yeah, how confident are you going into this? I Not know at all. I know nothing about your story, but I feel like I prob I probably went a completely different direction. Oh, we got our judges here. Hey! Oh wow! <laughs> wow! 
See? Okay. That's one of the realizations I came to. <laughs> I'm going to forfeit right now. Uh, you win. <laughs> that was way too easy, man. Put up a fight. What just happened, Justin? Let, uh, our, let our listeners know. My mother just walked into the room. <laughs> and You're on video. You're yeah. on camera to camera and a podcast all at once. This is going to be a happy memory for all. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> and I hate See, you. you know I told you I that, lo- that he's only doing this to make to like humiliate us. He's like, uh, I, I'm so bored. I'm, gonna I'm putting it on the line here. Friends. And my wife, my wife is one of the judges, and she wants nothing more than to see me embarrassed. So still. <laughs> Uh, and so I you, work with him. There's so. more to this than just this is the thing. All right. It's plenty. Jen, um, I think it's only fair that you're referred to as Justin's mom the entire time. Is that fair to you? I think that's <laughs> great. It's great. You ask a question on mic that she then she couldn't respond to on mic. I think you should have mic. to call her mommy. She said yes. Time. She said yes. <laughs> mommy. Um, so yeah, that's why I didn't get descriptive on who our who our judge was. Yeah. You said and you that's hate the realization me. I, I love your mom more than anything. She's right now. the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Um, but yeah, this, I know what I wrote. Yeah, I, I don't. And I, I wrote everybody. Some shit. I have an idea already because you know I've known I wrote you some for shit. a while, but not <laughs> recently. But I did know you once upon a time, pretty well, and I would imagine it's going to be. Your mom won't mind your earwax. Interesting. Okay. Um, let's start off. My wife, Jen. I'm not excited about you being here right now. Why? Because there's nothing more than you want to see than me share the story. I told them that I told you we were doing this, and you're like, you have to tell that story yep. because it's embarrassing. I said, I didn't want to, and you said, that's the whole point. You need to share that story. I'm Team Justin. <laughs> that's All not right. fair. You never heard of That's not fair. Why? Where did that come from? What? what? I don't know. I'm just. A Everybody wants man. to see you fail, Russ. Oh, looks like it. All right. So, criteria that we're going to be judge uh, that we ask our judges to use. Okay. For our story. Okay. Grammar. Take this seriously. The perfect. The perfect story is going to be filled with an equal amount of these seven different criteria. Okay. Tom, take notes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. <laughs> Whether or not it's canon, meaning it fits within the film. Okay. Because literally no one here has seen Lawnmower Man. That's correct. I've got an idea. Okay? <laughs> this podcast wouldn't work if we had an idea what was going on and there was planning involved. Uh, vulgarity. You were told to make it really dirty and gross. It is uh, incredibly dirty and gross. <laughs> uh, I love you, Mom. <laughs> We, we didn't introduce Justin's mom. Welcome. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm really excited that you're here right now. That just made my day so far. <laughs> and, and Justin hasn't even read a story. So thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, can, can I tell her one of the stories you shared on the podcast? Sure. Do you remember Justin punching you in the face? <laughs> Justin punching who? You in the face. He told a story like we were talking about like our most embarrassing childhood moments, like when we were a bad kid. Mm-hmm. And he said you were he was you were sitting on the floor and he just like walked up and punched you in the face and he's always felt bad about I it. I was like three or four years old. I did it for science. <laughs> <laughs> he also threw a golden book at me and gave me a black eye. That was last Whoa. week though. It's healing nicely. Everyone at work thought she was a battered wife. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Uh, all right. Uh, sensuality. 
which the only thing that I know is mm-hmm. you really ramped up the fact I, that you said this is a sexual I tried story. This I wrote slash fiction. That's what I did. I still don't know what it is, so I I don't know. <laughs> there there was a there was a big part of me too that really like as much as this was a joke on you, mm-hmm. like I'm still reading something really bad in front of your mom. So this is still not good for me. Can I, I wanna... just say like my heart is still fucking racing. I can't <laughs> calm. <laughs> I can't find my center right now. My face is beat red. I'm sure. Uh, uh, Did you the, like this? The oh, thank you. <laughs> The performance, all right? So I ask our judges to take into criteria how our performance is, okay? Uh, the story itself, whether it evolves, whether you learn something. Uh, the eroticism. So hopefully it's really... How is it different than sensuality? Sensuality yes, is... Yes, go into great detail, Russ, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think sensuality... You can have sensuality without it being erotic. Yeah, er- eroticism is porno. Like, sensuality is... Skinamax. You know, romance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. There you go. Is that a good? There's got to be some kind of reason it's happening other than, oh, man, you have the parts. There you go. Uh, and the last one, uh, no sidebars, because I don't know the difference between these either, is romance. So I don't know the difference between <laughs> romance okay, yeah. and sensuality now. This is, this is great, because growing up, one of the things I remember is the house was always filled with romance novels. So... I think I got this on lock. Fabio. I think I think I have a bone to pick with you, Justin's mom. <laughs> Do you know We're how often on early. this podcast he brings up Gilmore Girls and like Grease and like girl movies? And he That's awesome. That's <laughs> And Golden Girls. Yeah, and Golden, Golden Girls. Girls. Golden Girls. <laughs> Golden Girls is from her. Gilmore Girls is someone else. But Golden Girls is one hundred percent this lady. Oh, we can't get yeah. through one without him talking about some kind of musical or something. That's great. All right. So, how we decide who goes first, Justin? I honestly, I think, I think you should go first. Okay. I think I owe that to you. Yeah. Okay. I still need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> Get your breath, man. All right. I will go first. Can't spring this stuff on a fat guy. <laughs> Please don't die. I'll try my best. Thanks, mom. All right. <laughs> my story is called Punishing Peter. No, it's not. That was terrible. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't know we needed titles. Uh, well, I do have a title, but Peter's the, the young boy in this movie. Oh, so that's no, why that's, that's not good. Uh, it's called Virtually Insatiable. Is it a Jamiroquai reference? <laughs> no. I don't know pop culture. We've <laughs> established true. this. Yeah. I, see, the, the musician laughed, so that's all, I, that's all I care about. All right. Yeah, you got Tom laughing. You really nailed the audience there. Oh. All right. All right. Burn. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> Job felt confident walking into Dr. Angelo's office that day. He had managed to listen to 86 compact discs in the eight-minute drive, a personal best by his calculations. He made Peter happy and got rid of the comic books. Two great things. He knew the comic books were for the old, simple Job. He knew the woman at the gas station was admiring his bum. No, not his bum buttocks he learned that from one of dr angelo's games he hadn't seen her he had almost turned around when he thought he heard her say now that's a nice ass but he realized his hearing her was more like a thought he instinctually knew what to do and focused as she began to imagine the things that were completely new to him they were different than the intercourse that dr angelo's games had taught him what she was describing was more fun 
Between Job's newly discovered hearing talent and the fun talk, in hindsight, he shouldn't have been surprised what happened for the first time with the doctor. When Job entered, he noticed himself staring for an extended time, unbeknownst to Angelo. He stared at the two pectoral muscles, the coarse, dark hair that sprinkled over him. He gazed at his smooth stomach, shimmering with a thin layer of sweat that followed the coarse, dark hair past Angelo's navel until it was covered by a large belt and pants. Damn those pants! Job was surprised by so many things at this moment. He was shocked. He wanted to follow the line of hair traveling down towards Angelo's most sensual parts, but he was also amazed at how much hate he felt. He hated those pants with everything he had. In all those years of being simple, he had never so much as gotten slightly mad, even when Father Francis hit him. He was embarrassed and scared, but never angry. Now, though, his anger was swelling along with his... What did she call it earlier? His cock. He felt it grow and grow and grow. Job was scared. His new pants would break under the stress he was causing them and reached down. He reached down and gripped it. This eased much of the anger that he had been harboring. He squeezed it again and let out a sigh. Dr. Angelo turned at the sound. Oh, good morning, Job. As quick as Job tried to move his hand away, it wasn't enough. He knew that Angelo had seen what he was doing. Job tried to recover. I'm really looking forward to our lesson today, Dr. Angelo. Are we doing math today? Yeah, yeah, it's math. Dr. Angelo didn't say anything. He took a large drink of rum. Finishing off the glass, he nearly dropped it on the floor as he sat on the desk. Nothing would let him take his eyes off Job. Slowly, he made his way towards his pupil. He had thought so long, so very long about this moment, and it was about to come true. It had never been acceptable, never had been tolerable. But now, now he had fixed Job. Job was cured and had obviously made up his mind, a mind that Angelo had given him. Today, said Dr. Angelo, in an octave below his average, today we are going to learn anatomy. Angelo turned and began to move one of the virtual reality chairs. As his back was to Job, he requested, please take off your pants. As Job's belt buckle hit the floor, Angelo commanded, everything, Job. Today I'm going to show you the prostate. Job's cock flew up like a bird being set free from his cage <laughs> as he pulled down his new clean underwear. <laughs> Angelo now managed to push the chair, complete with the headset in front of Job. Job realized as Angelo turned that the top button of his pants was undone. Job saw hints of his somehow coarser, somehow blacker hair he was wishing for. Angelo walked to his computer and hit a button. The word recording appeared on the screen and Angelo turned, locking his eyes on Job. Job's. The two did not move for what felt like an eternity. Angelo placed two fingers in his mouth. Before they were out of his mouth, he said, bend over. Job learned, leaned over the arm of the chair that he had played so many times before and waited. Delicately, Angelo ran his hands down Job's back, down, down, until he found himself the warm, soft door of Job's asshole. Job winced for a moment as Angelo entered. He quickly relaxed and leaned further down onto the chair, letting his weight rest while Angelo searched for what he was looking for. He found it quickly and wasted no time. Job quivered as Angelo began pushing further inside him. His fingers moving rhythmically and amazingly, Job felt his penis reacting. It felt like he was about to burst, not the way he had when caught by Father Francis, but Job was genuinely concerned something was wrong and his cock was going to be so swollen it would explode, burst into a thousand veiny purple pieces. He was so nervous. Blah. This is where I just lost. 
He was so nervous about he was surprised at how quickly he finished. His knees buckled as he came all over the chair and floor. Angelo supported his weight but never stopped the steady tap on the inside of Job. Job was amazed at the amount of liquid that was coming from his body. The rug soaked up the white cream while the black leather chair held it greedily. Angelo gave Job a soft kiss on the Job's shoulder as he removed his fingers. Although relaxed, fulfilled, and happy, Job was disappointed the encounter was over so soon. He would not have to feel this way long as Angelo reached around him. Angelo swirled his finger, the same one that had just been used to make the mess on the chair. His finger danced like it had done to make such a concoction. After a dozen or so more twirls, he lifted his finger, dripping with Job's juice, and placed it in his mouth. Job could taste himself on Angelo's tongue during their long kiss. Angelo broke the kiss abruptly. He reached down with both hands and cupped as much of the white matter as possible. Job now realized that Angelo was naked as well. Angelo spread his homemade lubricant all over his swollen rod and testicles. He pushed Job down under the chair. This time there was no subtlety, no romance, and no asking. He placed the headset on Job and fired up the virtual reality machine. Job could not tell if Angelo, in an attempt to make his body one with Job's, was driving the chair up and down or if the hydraulics tied to the chair were responsible for the movement. What Job was sure of was that he had found true love and happiness. Job had known he wouldn't be able to live with anyone when he was simple. Now that he was normal, though, he had the doctor could be together forever. He pushed himself back towards Angelo, inviting him in as far as possible. The virtual reality game took the new level with Angelo participating in such a manner. Every nerve in Job's body was electric as Angelo pounded and pounded on Job from the back and his mind was introduced to new ideas and information. Job was being filled in every way possible. Job clenched, both for Angelo's and his benefit, as he felt Angelo beginning to blow. As hot as their bodies were, Job could feel the temperature of his insides grow as Angelo released. He felt just as good as Angelo as they spasmed in sync. Job took off the headset as Angelo pulled himself out. Job could feel Angelo's deposit leaving his body, flooding the chair to meet with his own. Their seed wanted to be mixed together forever, just like him and Angelo. Job smiled at Angelo. The smile was not returned as Angelo hurriedly put his pants back on. Larry, Job began. Angelo cut him off. Job. <sighs> he breathed deeply. It's Dr. Angelo, Job. My wife, my wife can't know about this. She doesn't have to, Job began. No, I mean, she can't know about this. This one time, Job. I am a teacher. You are my student. She cannot know about this. This is an isolated incident. Angelo filled the glass with rum and walked out the door. Job sat in silence as he felt the hatred he had just recently discovered grow. His hatred for Dr. Angelo. His hatred for Dr. Francis. His hatred for Jake at the gas station. His hatred for this world. His hatred grew. I'm so uncomfortable I can't look to my right now. <laughs> Says white matter. <laughs> That's like gray matter, right? I know. I was like, wait. All right, so I'm so material. excited you went from the perspective of Job because <laughs> I totally wrote mine from the perspective of Angelo. <laughs> what does that say about us? Uh, you're simple and I'm scientific. <laughs> uh, ouch. <laughs> Damn. Aren't I the one that become a god? I mean, eventually. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I think. No, you're the one that gets burned and then has plastic surgery. I'm resurrected. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's fair. I think, Justin, you're welcome to critique me first. Give me what you got. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm going to say. I, I, I feel like I saw a lot of the same, a few of the same themes that will come up in my story. 
So I'm definitely not going to criticize those because those were the best parts. Those are my favorite parts. <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. I guess, you know, the the lovey-dovey stuff. Not really for me. It's not really what I'm going for <laughs> in mine. That was a category in the judging, though. Sensuality and yeah. romance. Oh, so no. you're the only one that can judge this. How canon was mine? Yeah. Um... I'm trying to think of where it would fit in. Yeah, it was a VR chair and Job. That's I, what I know. Okay. Yeah. I well, the, here's the thing though. I feel like there's one sweet spot in the movie where we could do this, where Job isn't too simple that it's weird, or that he's so powerful that there's no way. I don't know, but he's not godlike. Don't take Maybe away from how canon it is. You're trying to take away from how I'm canon not it is. trying to answer my question. How I'm canon s- is it? I don't think someone can listen to 86 compact discs in eight minutes. I don't think that the laws of physics do not allow that. You're absolutely right. You watch this movie. That's the whole point. He puts it in for two seconds and then takes out the disc. That's the point. That's why that's canon. Okay. You're the only person that's seen this movie. (laughs) You got to have my back. So he's driving. All right. Everybody else, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the. Yes. All right. So okay. So this is really important. So the reason that the you are burying me right now. I'm not trying to bury you. So the whole point is he's getting really smart, right? So Job is getting really smart, and he's driving down the road, and he's got a CD player sitting beside him, a boombox, and he puts in a CD for like three seconds, and takes it out because he learned everything he needed to learn about that kind of music by listening to it. Why didn't he just touch the CD if he's all that advanced? He's not like that advanced yet. It. He will get there. He just Duh. discovered his telekinetic powers on that lady. So that being said, him, you got you got you got to come got yeah, my back for this. That makes canon. sense now. All it's right. Canon, yeah. All right. What else is canon? That those are both characters in this movie. That's all the canon you're going to give me. I'm going <laughs> to there's jump over VR this chairs. Right give now. him the VR chair. The virtual I, reality you have chairs. To remember, I have. Uh, as much as I love this movie, I've still only seen it once. Right. And you have seen this a convenience a store, a gas station in the movie. All right, so I'm going to tell you this. this. You point out all the canon parts. This, okay. This you could, tell us how smart you are, Russ. I will. I'll be happy to. Rusty. I have a visual aid, actually. I made a... No, Why I don't, do you have no. a visual aid? I don't. I don't. I was <laughs> so. I brought a visual aid. I have a picture. <laughs> oh, God. So, hey, guys, so on the podcast, he, take a look at this picture. If you were to... If you were to put this scene in, mm-hmm. this is directly following when he was getting checked out by a lady at the gas station. Yeah. He went from simple-minded, now he's starting to get smart, and he's becoming attractive. It's like when the librarian lets down her hair and becomes pretty, right? right. Amazingly, Ex- that's all that happens. Except the simple boy takes off his coveralls. Yeah, and he's buff all of a sudden, right? Yeah. So that's what happens. So he starts And then to they get, start dueling okay? bare naked chests. But chest. not only that, but this, this is explaining why Joe became evil. This actually needs to be in the movie because oh, okay. if this scene happened, mm-hmm. it would make sense. It would make more sense. It's all Freudian. Okay. That's true. All right. What other critiques you got for me, Justin? Anal stage. <laughs> um, yeah, there just, there just wasn't enough descriptions of the absolute dirty, filthy stuff going on in there. Can we talk about tapping on the prostate? <laughs> Is that not how it works? It's gonna haunt me. Is that not how it works? No. I, I think you. That's press. how it works in dude. Where's I think my you car? tap so much as you press. Like, there's not much room in there. I don't know how cavernous <laughs> you think it is, especially if this like his first time and there's no like no swing room. Are you a doctor? Because Doctor Angelo's a doctor. It's in his name. His first name's Doctor. There's a difference between being like I don't know. It's just like a psychologist versus like a 
physician he's a physician okay he's not a physician he's, not. he's a research scientist <laughs> <laughs> i lied in virtual reality <laughs> tap on that prostate you, know? <laughs> you can tap. i'll ask my tap, brother tap, tap. give tap him a little tap tap wow we both reference happy gum on there <laughs> <laughs> all right tiffany you you were busting my balls what else you got mm. i don't think that semen makes a very good lubricant you're gonna hate my move my story <laughs> then <laughs> I mean, if it's fresh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, help us out here. Help I, me I, out. I think they would, I would assume that they would know if it was used well as a lubricant. <laughs> Back to what she was saying. Can, okay. I don't know. It was really gross for me to listen to, to be honest. <laughs> I was to like, know that your husband's been yes. sitting in your house working I'm like, on this. I'm like, when did he write this? I was <laughs> Has this always been in his brain? <laughs> I was practicing this today when our three-year-old was sitting in there. I was quietly that's reading it really, to myself. So really like, creepy. <laughs> it really grosses me out. <laughs> He's not allowed down here anymore. <laughs> Justin's mom. What do you got for me? Why does she have to be Justin's mom? Why isn't she Russ's wife? I think it's funnier. Like it keeps re- it keeps reaffirming that you're uncomfortable it was right be anyway. now. All right, that's okay because he's not the only one uncomfortable. It's, it's right true. Now. It's true. <laughs> I, could you tell I was not I feel looking so at bad all when I was reading? Look at me at all. I know. <laughs> you got anything for me, other than how disappointed you are? <laughs> I've known you guys all since you were little boys here. So <laughs> since. This is still are. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah. This is the silence where we try to figure out because the the whole surprise is that it's my mom, but we didn't check levels <laughs> no, prior to recording. No, no, we did. I was trying to mime, put the mic closer to your mouth. Right. But then there was just a big awkward silence <laughs> yeah. instead. Sorry. No, no, you're fine. That's I was definitely just... better. <laughs> I can hear you in my in my cans. Cans. So yeah. See, the thing of it is, too, I got invited to this, mm-hmm. but I had no knowledge as to what I was going <laughs> that's to be not participating true. in. Well, that's not true. Or I think what we're learning here is when Russ invites people, he tells them absolutely nothing. No, that's not true. It's a lot you of misinformation is what it is. Absolutely nothing about I can this. go to the text. You want me to go to these? I'll read them. You were going to tell me. Yeah. You <laughs> said you. I had to judge a story. An erotic f- fan story. I'm sorry. If you if this is or, really if this is that? horrendous for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sincerely sorry. I really thought that you were in the loop on that. Like I'm. You try looking... to keep a secret. Everything a secret from everybody. No, don't you? no, 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 no. I'm going to no. go to this. I'm pulling, it up. No, I'm pulling it up. I remember him telling me what it was, but it's like so long ago. It's just like it all kind of slips in the crack. He's like, "Remember, we're doing that thing." I'm like, "Oh yeah, sure." Tom, critique uh, critique me for a minute while I try to make sure that I'm not a terrible person. Um, <laughs> it's going to take good a luck with that. Uh. <laughs> Well, I mean, I would sit as best I can for the canon thing. Like I said earlier, the VR chairs, and you said the name Job. That's all I know about the movie. So, Those things check out. A+. plus. Uh, then there was, uh, what was the second one? I know there's the eroticism. and I thought you took notes. I watched I didn't. you try I to take notes. I made a mime of taking notes ah. because, pff, screw you. <laughs> anyway. Um, you thought, you there thought was, about it. You thought, you <laughs> I know thought what? about I, it. You know what? I'm going to try. I'm going to try to try. I'm not going to try. I got scared. I got scared. It was, dude, if you were in my position, (laughs) have you seen what it looks like from over here? 
I I watched you have your head in your hands mostly the entire entirety of that reading. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. But uh, um, anyway, yes, uh, the uh, eroticism was definitely there with the milking of the prostates and uh, the white matter. Um, sensual white matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the lubricant thing. You should get extra lube instead because it's going to dry. You know, obviously the semen will. But I don't think it has to do <laughs> obviously. with the story. I <laughs> I addressed that a little bit. Yeah, we were there. Um, no, I mean in my story. Oh, well, I'm oh. You know that I'm setting you up to let you know that mine is superior. Your, You've your got story a solution. Also for uses this. semen as lubricant. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> What's with you guys? <laughs> I'm sorry. We've never had gay sex. <laughs> we're, we're obviously <laughs> new to this. Um, Tiffany, will you help me here? We we read like that for me, just so I can make myself feel it's better. Long. I just you know the just like thing? the begin no just like the beginning just because I don't want to I feel bad, and I was trying to read. Well, you just lost he's it. Make, he's like, <laughs> you're killing me. He's trying to make someone else read. It his was text. a pretty decent uh, story overall, but I have to hear his before I can so, tell. Don't care that much. So the other, I, I just want to feel better that I didn't go. set you up blindly. I critiqued you in the episode that came out this week. We organically came up with a competition. We will have an ero- have to write an erotic fan fiction about one of the movies we watched and discussed. We're going to have judges to decide who is the winner. The whole idea of the podcast is Justin doesn't know what he's going to watch, and I surprise him. That being in mind, I think it would be amazing if you showed up and judged him to read his erotic fan fiction. What would be funnier than that? <laughs> so sorry things, if but... sorry, I feel like I tried. <laughs> sorry, I guess you did. Okay, the, uh, lawyered. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, you ready? I just I want you to know I'm shit at reading things out loud. So, what are you doing here? Disclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, my man. center. All right. I Angelo awoke with a start. All was quiet, but he could have sworn he heard a noise, and he finally let himself relax again. A low moan emanated from the basement. His whole body tensed up once again. The researcher's mind raced with the different scenarios. None of them were pleasant. In spite of his better judgment, Angelo skulked through the house with a baseball bat and crept down the stairs to the basement. Slowly, step by step, the basement revealed its secrets. Angelo spotted two two feet pointed at the ceiling. He searched up the legs and stopped for a moment on a tuft of blonde pubic hair. I'm never going to be able to look her in the eyes ever again. (laughs) (laughs) He kept going to find a stocky, muscular chest. Lastly, his eyes found his virtual reality helmet with strands of dirty blonde hair peeking out the sides and back. Dr. Angelo relaxed for a moment. It was only Job. But he'd broken into his home. He had no right. He was about to tell Job off when he realized that this was the perfect opportunity to study the subject of his experiment like never before. Job let out another moan and seemed blissfully unaware that he was not alone. Angelo looked for a pen and paper to take notes. He started scribbling furiously, describing what lay before him. Job's moans were becoming louder and more frequent, his hands grabbing at the air, rubbing and twisting what Angelo determined to be virtual nipples. Job's IQ was nearly that of his own, Angelo thought. Maybe even higher. I would have thought he would have left behind such purient interest. I guess every animal has the drive to procreate encoded in their very being, even humans. Angelo glanced up from his notes, and that's when he noticed something had changed. There before him lay was eight, nine, maybe even ten inches of thick man meat. (laughs) He's got an erection, Angelo screamed in his head, and it's massive. He took more notes, but something within him stirred. 
He felt his breath getting more shallow and a powerful stirring between his legs. He looked up again. The moonlight shone in through the window near the ceiling and cast a spotlight on Job's cock. A drop of precum escaped from Job's meatus and, <laughs> and held in place for an eternal moment before sliding down the frenulum, leaving a glistening trail. <laughs> Dr. Angelo stood dumbfounded. He couldn't move. His own member was throbbing painfully against his jeans he had hastily thrown on before his investigation began. Like before, his mind raced with all the possible scenarios that potentially lay in store. But again, he found his body moving against his brain's will. He floated over beside Job, who was still moaning and fondling invisible breasts. He stood over by Job's naked body as another drop of precum escaped Job's cock. Without thinking, Angelo bent down and flicked out his tongue, capturing the salty drop. Job's legs twitched as he <laughs> let out a reassuring grunt. I could see my mom out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> That's in the story? <laughs> That's gross. Angelo was beside himself. You must be out of your mind, he thought. A true scientist would never interfere with his experiment. He was ashamed at what, that he had given in to such carnal feelings that had led Job down here in the first place. But maybe this was the start of a new experiment. An experiment for both of them. Angelo had never before had these feelings about a man. As a scientist, shouldn't it be his duty to explore them? How could he ever learn about himself if he turned back on his feelings now? His dick responded even more with even more rigidity from its denim prison. <laughs> he was going to go for it. Job's member was still at full mast, awaiting Angelo's attention. Angelo stuck out his tongue once more and licked Job's cock from the base to tip. It seemed more awkward now that he was doing it consciously. It was more instinctual before. He slowly lowered his mouth over Job's manhood and closed his lips around the shaft. He ran his tongue in circles around the glands, flicking the frenulum with every circumnavigation. He began to suck and pull Job's dick farther and farther into his mouth until it reached the back of his throat. Angelo stopped as he felt the sensation of a penis trickle his uvula for the first time. He took a quick breath in through the nose and relaxed his throat as his lips finally reached the base of Job's cock. He stood there for a moment, marveling at his own newfound ability before raising his head once again. He bobbed his head up and down, over and over again, sucking as hard as he could. Several more drops of precum leaked out, mixing with Angelo's saliva and driving him mad. Without stopping, Angelo reached between Job's legs and cupped his sack. <laughs> He grabbed a testicle between his thumb and forefinger and began gently kneading it. He alternated testicles as he began to bob up and down faster and faster. Job's moaning started growing louder and more breathless. Angelo felt Job's scrotum tense. He started sucking even more furiously in response. He felt Job's whole body clench as wave after wave of cum struck the back of his throat. When Job finally relaxed, Angelo opened his mouth slightly, allowing Job's exhausted cock to fall out, but he was careful not to spill a drop. He swirled it around in his mouth like salty wine, savoring the almost sweet flavor. He was about to swallow it down when he felt a finger on his lips. Ah, 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 no, 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 we don't want to waste any of that. Angelo opened his eyes to see that Job had removed the helmet and was sitting up. Job pressed his lips onto Angelo's and forced his tongue into Angelo's mouth. The two traded the milky load back and forth in a passionate kiss. Suddenly, Job tore away and commanded Angelo to remove his sweatshirt. Making sure not to swallow any of the cum, he crossed his arms in front of him, grabbed the bottom of his shirt, and lifted it over his head, revealing his bushy chest. 
Beads of sweat had formed and clung to random individual hairs. Joe buried his chest into Angelo's pecs, kissing around and settling on a nipple. Angelo felt Job's tongue swirl around his nipple as he had done to Job's cockhead. Job bit down sharply. Angelo's whole body jumped and he quickly sucked in air through his nose, but he did as he was told and he did not swallow a drop of cum. Job's lips kissed even ever southward over his abs into his happy trail. Deftly, Job unbuttoned Angelo's pants and slowly pulled down the zipper. Angelo's member finally sprang free. It was such a relief just not to have that tension anymore, but his body still ached for yet another release. Job laid back and motioned for Angelo to climb up on the bench. He kicked his pants aside and again did as instructed. He stood over Job, looking down on him as society once did. Turn around, Job ordered. Angelo spun around, knowing what Job wanted. He prepped himself with his mouth still full of Job's cum and started to squat down. Job held out a cupped hand in front of Angelo. Now spit out half of it, Angelo did as he was told. Job rubbed the cum and saliva mixture all over his again erect member and on Angelo's exposed anus. The mixture felt warm and slimy on his virgin hole. This was it. There was no turning back. Job grabbed Angelo's hips and guided him downward. He felt the twi- the tip slowly make its way in. The feeling was one like he'd never felt before. It was painful, but it was the most pain it was the most thrilling feeling at the same time. Inch by inch, Job slowly pulled Angelo down until he was about halfway in. Job stopped for a moment. Angelo flexed intermittently at the intruder as he got used to it. Without warning, Job Job thrust violently upward, quickly burying the rest of himself deep inside Angelo. The scientist let out a scream of pain and pleasure through gritted teeth. Job once again placed a cupped hand in front of Angelo. Give me the rest. Angelo spit out the remaining cum and saliva into Job's hand. Job grabbed Angelo's hungry cock and spread the mixture all over every inch of it. Job began to move his hips up and down in rhythm with his hand. Angelo felt Job fill his ass as he stroked his cock. The two bounced together for what seemed like forever. I can't take it anymore, Angelo cried. I'm going to explode. Job pumped his hips and hand faster and faster. Angelo clenched down around Job's cock as he climaxed, sending ribbon after ribbon into the air and landing mostly on his chest. After three or four spurts, he felt Job erupt inside of him. The feeling brought on a second wave throughout his body, extending his orgasm. The pair slumped down on the bench in a heap. Satisfied, Angelo passed out. When he awoke the next morning, Job was gone. Curious, he went to the computer to see exactly what experience Job was using when he had found him. He checked the computer logs. No simulations had been run in the last 24 hours. But that would mean... Job was becoming even more clever than he had hoped. Angelo lit up a cigarette and pressed a random button on the keyboard. Behind him, in in giant letters, a monitor read, Recording. He took a long drag on the cigarette and gathered his thoughts before speaking. Dear Diary, last night was the best night of my life. Oh my god. The end. Okay, so first, you managed to make me feel physically ill multiple times. (laughs) So if that was the contest... You won, sir. I feel I feel like I I'm I'm already a personal winner. <laughs> you, yeah, it's a personal victory. Uh, so before I say anything critiquing it, mm-hmm. there was a couple things that we had the same. You were right, like a little bit. Yeah, they kissed each other. Mm-hmm. 
the recording thing I thought was funny. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that was my joke the entire podcast. That I loved that recording thing, and there was no way I was not going to put it in there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, sorry I stepped on your joke. No, I'm just saying. My bad. There was zero chance I was not going to put it in there. Yeah. Um, so I think I made, I wrote a Lawnmower Man mm-hmm. short story. Yep. That I made them have gay sex. Mm-hmm. You wrote the gayest thing in the world, <laughs> and then named them the characters in Lawnmower <laughs> yeah. Man. So, canon, you get a one out of ten. One out of ten. Okay, this is he is there, he is showing that he is smarter. He is starting physically to develop no, his own t- plan. He tied it together pretty the, good at the end. With you've the, not seen it. What? <laughs> you haven't seen the movie? I've. So there was just based on the number of words you have. Stuff. If you you said you wrote sixteen hundred words, sixteen hundred twenty-eight, one thousand five hundred and fifty of those <laughs> had to just be solely a a body part or a description of a body part. Virtual so nipples. <laughs> the best part. Oh. All right, Tom. What do you got? Oh, I was. I mean, I thought you know, as far as imagery, goodness. There was definitely a lot of descriptors in was there. Was goodness one of the criteria? <laughs> Can you? Did we have good? No. Do you want me to go back to the list? No, like that was a general criteria. No, oh, okay. it was like an exclamation. Goodness. <laughs> but anyway, I wasn't saying it was goodness. It's disgusting. <laughs> but, uh, which I believe was a criteria. Yeah, which, you know, that's that's good. I mean, as far as the canon thing, I mean, you talked about computers at the end, so that's good enough. <laughs> I checked out. I did talk about computers at the end. <laughs> By the way, they were doing it on a computer. Yeah, uh, no, they weren't. That <laughs> no, was the, the point is that he didn't have anything in there. There was nothing no, logged in the that computer. Just it tie was it together. Real. That doesn't make it canon. When did that happen? It's a movie it's about a my, guy with a In computer. my brain, it happened uh, before the he takes him into the See, he uh, research lab this. before he kind of reveals that he has the telekinetic and telepathic powers so that he is... He is growing he is becoming smarter than 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 lawrence ever imagined he could have been okay um i'm so sorry (laughs) notice i have not looked to my left at all do you i can understand if you don't want i can understand (laughs) if you don't want to say anything to him or me because that was bad (laughs) (laughs) a mother could not be more proud (laughs) she's always supported me (laughs) I have not seen the movie, but you wanted erotica. That was very descriptive <laughs> erotica. Did, definitely was. <laughs> yeah. She she has read a lot of romance novels in her in her past. Do I need to check this for plagiarism? No. no. Hmm. Definitely see. nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> definitely nothing I, like that. I remember at one point in my teenage years asking her about it and I was like, Is it basically just a penis on every page? And she said it wasn't, but I still think it is. It's just like your cell phone. It's lady porn. <laughs> yeah. No. You have to read before you judge. <laughs> okay, well, you judge what I read. That, now there's a silence now. and it just sounds like I was just a <laughs> misogynist asshole. Because you are. No. Um, <laughs> definitely, like I said, descriptive erotic up there. And... Uh, little bit of romance that you touched on but yeah yours was yours was forbidden <laughs> <laughs> jen what do you got for justin 
Wow. <laughs> that was okay. So I am completely watching her like the entire time. And I, I couldn't felt, do it. I, I felt so sick to my stomach for Justin. <laughs> and I had a hard time paying attention because every time I would start to listen, it was disgusting. <laughs> and then I would look at your mom and then I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm going to be sick. I get nervous for other people. So the entire time my stomach is turning and I'm like, I'm going to throw up for Justin. <laughs> um, well, I have seen that movie, but I don't remember it. Because I don't remember anything. And I think you won on tying it in more, but he totally won with being disgusting. Being disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I like the anatomy. It was good. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand straight men's focus on like pre cum and semen. I maybe straight women just that's not a thing that we think about a lot. What was up with the pre-com? That was like, you mentioned it numerous times. Yeah, it was it was an integral <laughs> plot point. And, um, <laughs> so having read, so the romance novels, I don't think it was nearly that vulgar, but it started straying into that territory at all. <laughs> Nothing that close? No, no, they're so not. Here's my problem. Way too anatomical, right? Was it way too anatomical? Was it too anatomical? I, f- I mean, I, I know and understand a- anatomy. Yeah, there was a lot was of words in there out. that you had to have been like either, you know, a medical something or you were looking it up somewhere. Forever in my Google history is now, what is a penis hole called? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you didn't just like know that. Uh, you had is, to have been like, I'm going to look this up. It's uh, mea- it's meatus, but it just looks like meatus. It's M-E-A-T-U-S. <laughs> so I spelled it phonetically in here so that I wouldn't just go by and go meatus and go, oh, you're an idiot. That's meatus. You learn that. Yeah. I, my judging the fact that it's too anatomical is based on my experience in this field of having written one and listened to yours. So yeah. I might not be yeah. fair. fair. At judge least right we now. learned the, the real scientific, uh, you know, question of the day is that it takes, what is it? One to one part saliva to semen to make it lubricant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the first was one to one. The second was probably more of a two to one because okay. it had more time to swirl around and, and built up it more saliva. A, it's tied to the, yeah, yeah, it's tied to the length of time outside mm-hmm. of said, you know, stuff. But you like, you leave it in there, it, like incubates. In my, yeah. so it stays fresh. Now, Good. And my argument I still was, I don't think any of this works. My, <laughs> my argument was just 100% straight semen will work fine. I mean, from, from my story. but for not as much long as. You know, it's like a di- distiller or something or some kind of word. I feel like you've got way more experience in this than the rest I, of us. I'm, I'm going off of what he said. I'm, <laughs> I'm, this is theory based on what I heard from him. Okay. That's it. He's right. saying that you just got to hold it in your mouth a little while. All right. And it's better. Justin, you want to make your final your final pitch to the judges? I think it speaks for itself. <laughs> judges, I think you need to consider the fact <clears throat> of... What is canon and what is not? Justin, you could have replaced his story and replaced the names with nearly any film, movie, television show, children's cartoon. However, my short story could have only been written for Lawnmower Man. I submit to you your decision, Tom. Totally. Do I have to explain it? Can I explain it? Explain it. I. Refuse to judge based on canon because I haven't seen the movie. So I'm going to go with Justin. Well, that's fine. I respect that decision. But I want to point out he was here a week ago 
And I, and the I movie. gave the movie oh to him. He left it. I sent him a text a minute after he left. He said, I'll stop by and get it tomorrow. I put it away yesterday. Psh, he waited that long. <laughs> Shouldn't have been. All right. <laughs> Justin's mom. I'm not going to look at you. <laughs> as sick as it was, I, I have not seen the movie either. I myself, I love descriptive reading. He was very descriptive. <laughs> I go for Justin. All right. Way to go, adjectives. Adverbs. Jennifer, I, I don't even know why I'm bothering asking you because you, all you want is for me to have to do this. Team Justin. Uh, it was the, she decided that before it started. All right. You want to just make it 100% just so I can yeah, lose completely? I, I am team virtual nipple all, right. all the way. <laughs> all right. We, so canon was only one part of like eight, yeah. eight criteria. That's true. No, so. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you guys. Justin did a good job. So, and like you said, I did write that last night. So exactly like you said, I would. Yeah. So we were oh, we bumped up the date that we were recording this, and Justin's like, "Well, how am I ever going to get it written?" And this was like three weeks ago, and I replied to him and I said, "We both know you're going to write it the night before, no matter when this happens." So the first <laughs> two sentences I wrote. Uh, about three days ago. You're right. I'm wrong. So, you, you, yeah, you got me. Got just, I just want you to give me the, the tiniest <laughs> amount of credit that I just... That's about something new you stuff. can put on your resume, though. Definitely. I'm really proud of you. All right. Erotic fiction Slash winner. fiction. <laughs> <laughs> so the bet was uh, the loser would have a rap ready from MC Fiverr mm-hmm. uh, to which they would have to share an embarrassing story and they would have to reveal the rap that MC Fiverr did. Okay. Yeah. You're kind of in the loop that I had problems with MC Fiverr. So mm-hmm. oh, no. uh, I bought the rap, told him what was going on. He didn't deliver on time. I gave him two extra days, sent a nice email and said, hey, you didn't deliver my rap. What's going on? He didn't respond for two more days. So now it's four days overdue. He sends me a link. Link doesn't work. I start to get fuzzy on the time frame here, but it goes a few more days. I keep I send a nice email once a day. Uh, I end up having to progress to Fiverr and say, hey, dude's not giving me my link that works. So as soon as he got that, he refunded my money and stopped returning any calls. So I don't have a wrap from MC Fiverr for my story. Oh, no. Wait, so you're going to have to wrap yourself? Surprise. That's convenient. Hold on. Hold on. I made up for it, though. I made lemonade when I was adult lemons. So I present to everyone here for the first time Russell. That's double R, double U, double S, double E, double L. Russell. Yo, what? This is Russell. That's double R, double U, double S, double E, double L. Russell. Looks like MC Fiverr dropped the ball. So here I am, answering the call. I must have lost with my gay story, but at least I did my best to make it not boring. So now it's a story to make me blush. Wouldn't have one if I could have just flushed. See, for me, under trace circumstance, as an adult, I've pooped my pants. From the gas station, bought a discount food. It wasn't bacon sold by that dude. But a half-off tuna should have been tossed out sooner. Didn't make it home, went in my drawers. Then it got all over the floors. Second time stuck in my car. Traffic jam couldn't get too far. 
My maiden enchilada should have had nada. A 10 hour drive on the road, spent half of it with a full load. Third and final story of feces, follow closely, watch all the pieces. Ordered at Buffalo Wild Wings, soon all my sphincter did was sing. Ordered too hot from the menu, my bowels made a nasty smelly stew. I don't eat there no more, don't want to make it. Story number four. All right, we're back from the wrap. Everybody heard my not only one embarrassing story, but three embarrassing stories. Jen, you should be so happy right now because this, from the very beginning, you said that's what I had to tell. Yes, I, I have kept that secret for a very long time. <laughs> three times. Three times. Three. Three. That's three separate secrets. Yeah, you, you already had to shame on yourself once. I feel like everyone has pooped their pants. It doesn't. Th- this, this story, but that might be true. But you don't share it on a podcast, yeah. and I then mean, with a room I of people, that's my wh- pants in front of my mom like two years ago. Okay, well, you're a better person than I am because you just admitted <laughs> this and didn't have to do all this to get to it. Or a worse person. I don't know but, how to judge but it. But who eats, like, two-day-old tuna from a gas station? That's You're asking for it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty they, dumb. I could have paid $4 for a fresh one or $2 for the one that was one day from going old. What are you going to do? Okay, so Buy the $4 one? Are you serious? <laughs> Not how, many, the gas how many times on this podcast have I called you cheap? And you're like, no, I'm not that cheap. He is so cheap. <laughs> you're cheap. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Do, am I required to expand on any of these? Or did they make sense from the stories? It was pretty disgusting. I mean, the third. <laughs> it was almost as bad as his story. <laughs> props, props to your rap. Thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, so that it was old school. That, that that whole MC Fiverr thing was true. I was getting infuriated over the week, and I'm like, "What am I going to do? I ran out of time. I'm just going to say to buy a rap myself." Well, we're disparaging the name of uh, DJ MC Fiverr. Yeah, I paid for a music video, and I never received said music video. Really? Yeah. So, all right, That's we can agree hockey. we're officially MC Fiverr's dead. Uh, remake <sighs> me, correct? I guess. I'm is he even MC Fiverr, or is this? That's our name for it. Okay. Yeah, because cool. he, he's a rapper. On You're the Fiber. most reoccurring person on the podcast, and you still have no idea what's going on. I've been here one other time. No, what? What? Oh, well, I made up the appearance last week or whatever. I didn't even know I was supposed to be here. I showed <laughs> yeah. up, and you're like, hey, also, you're on the air now. Also, you're, that thing's not coming out for like six months, so. Well, well then in the future, <laughs> I'll have been here one other time. All right. <laughs> All right. So there's my, my embarrassing story. And yeah, as job. much of a big deal as you might not think it is, she knows that that's a big deal for me. I, I, I want to. Like, okay. I do want you to expound a little bit. Okay. You were on Which a 10 one? hour road trip. Well, you. I've referenced before that I lived away from a while from here. Okay. For a long time. Yeah. Right. So what, I don't understand the question. So you were alone yes. on this? Mm-hmm. And you were just sitting. It was, it in was, the car. It was like December, January, February, and there was a huge wreck, and I was just stuck for like two hours <laughs> s- sitting still. Couldn't make an exit or anything. So you had to decide so, to do this? <laughs> I was on the phone with him. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> I, I've got nothing left. It's just going down. Were you on the phone <laughs> during the event? No, 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 was, no. I, I think she I was totally on the phone like, that. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Oh, God, it's happening. It's happening. I love you so much. It's happening. 
<laughs> but I had to, so like, it's a long it drive. Like, so I like had to stop and get gas at a point and stuff, but I wasn't going to go in. So I had to pay at the thing and I like tied another shirt or something around my waist and stuff. What, like That's go awesome. in and throw away your poopy underwear. Right. I, yeah. <laughs> he, he has problems pooping in public places. Like he's not going to He's go. already pooped. He doesn't need to <laughs> poop in the public ma- place. It doesn't matter. He, w- he would not. There's no way. Uh, what other questions do you have before we can let this die? I mean, B-dubs, I think we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's so remember, you wanted to go to Buffalo Wild Wings recently, yeah. and I was like, that's fine. <laughs> and then we got there, and you're like, oh, it looks a little busy. And I'm like, yeah, it's real busy. Let's go. Let's go somewhere else. Because <laughs> I did Good not want to go, but I didn't want to tell you that. <laughs> my, my closest call in the car, anyway, was with movie popcorn, not wings that fake that, that fake butter, butter the butter it's just like you eat have to uh, you got to race home it's not good all right can yeah. we let that die now no, no never <laughs> <laughs> all right so we're going to be watching dungeon master and raw force and raw force raw not treated well yeah animals were abused and like they broke up cats legs and stuff to try to get some of the shots really yeah, yeah. they like are yeah, or broke its back or whatever. So like, it's supposed to look like it's drunk or something. So they like. See, broke I didn't its know legs. that. I didn't know details. Way to ruin my whole childhood in two seconds. We're talking about Milo and Otis here on the Milo and Otis podcast. What we do? Is this? Are we cod pasting now? Yes. Yeah. We don't have intros. This is what he does. It's not even intros. It's the middle of the episode for them. Oh. See. Well, welcome to the middle of the episode. You gave me all this crap about knowing which episode it was. You don't even know where you are in your own episode. You were here too. What? You didn't know where you were. I never know where I am. That's oh. true. Um. So we watched some movies. We did. <sighs> you guys did. <laughs> what did, did you, you not? Do? I suffered movies. What are you talking about? Nothing. I'm just kidding. Oh. Anyway. All right. So. We'll do a round robin. We did Dungeon Master first, right? Mm-hmm. Justin, we always start one. with you. Okay. Dungeon Master, Justin. It started off with a weird, like, rejected David Bowie. Okay, so you're giving me a video? synopsis now? We've never done this before. Go I ahead. would like it if you gave a synopsis. I think you should do that. I feel like that's what I kind of do. You never no. give a synopsis. I ask you what your general opinion is, and then I criticize you for not doing it correctly. And then I just take over and talk for a while. Okay. Well, so anyway, here's that. what I think about. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Say whatever you're going to say. Hey, Justin. Yeah. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Okay. This movie is weird. Mm. Uh, and the, the parts that are weird are the least weird parts. Keep it's going. the parts that aren't supposed to be weird that are the weirdest. Like the interaction between the people. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they live, it's 1983, but they've got, like, Google Glass and Apple Watches and weird stuff. It's running with a backpack, Steve Jobs got information from future Steve Jobs, like Biff, from Back to the Future, so he was able to accelerate his progress. Okay. And beat. Tom, before we dive into specifics, what's your overarching thought on Dungeon Master? Ugh. All right, that's it. Okay. Sums it up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's Tiffany? It. Um, there was more dry trash 
in that movie. <laughs> there, there was. Yeah, there was dry trash. <laughs> there was some clean garbage. Bull from Night Court. By the <laughs> way, my mom and and Jen didn't suffer through these movies. No, they didn't. They. Oh, that's the same. They're episode. the same ones. <laughs> yeah. But I agree. the The worst slash weirdest parts were the parts that weren't supposed to be weird, like when he proposed to her and she was just pissed about it. Yeah, he. Well, he didn't propose. He demanded. He proposed to her over groceries. Mm. Let's get married. <laughs> okay, um, so. I think there's a split thing happening. I think you guys are focusing on the proposal was weird. You're focusing on her reaction was weird. Yeah. Uh, But I don't think it was weird. So speaking as a woman, I can understand how she would be. She's jealous of Excalibrate because that's where his attention is directed. She wants to be heard. She wants some love and attention. The computer's... Cal and like that's that Joaquin movie, Calibrate? Yeah, they showed the sticker on the front. Uh, oh, it, yeah, I guess they do. But, yeah, they do. Wait, so did the computer do all this movie? I, yeah. d- I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend that I know anything about this the, movie. There yeah, was and you've seen it like a lot. Four really? 47 this times. Is mov- this is like my one of my kids. And you still not, you're still not sure what the plot's supposed to mean? You've the, never thought about there, it? I don't think there is any answer. I think this is a concoction of you gotta have drug-addled like minds of... in the 80s. But it's the guy from Night Court. Yeah, Bull from Night Court. So you guys kept talking about this. I don't know who Bull is, and I don't know what <laughs> He's Night the guy is. who screws no, the drill in his okay. eyeballs okay. in the intro. I don't know. You never saw Night Court? You didn't have Nick at Night, you savage? I don't know what Night Court is. Okay, so you know Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Yeah. So the guy who does the intro, the narration? Yeah. He played like a weird, sleazy lawyer. Uh, (laughs) The judge did magic tricks. Uh, That's really all you need to know. And Bull was bald. Let's start at the beginning. This was Mm -hmm. a TV show that I'm talking about. About, About a court. About a, a at, night, at night. night court. <laughs> yep. That was part of a collectively your childhoods. Yes. Why were you watching this? It was this on in the 80s. What the hell? Because it was great. I don't know that And then in great. the 90s, it was I'm, on Nick at Night. Where were you? I think I'm older than all of you also. Yeah. I totally wanted to be a magician slash judge when I grew up because of Night Court. Well, at least you accomplished none of those goals. I have yeah. no desires to be anything because of that show. Well, you or are accomplishing your goals. <laughs> oh, burn. <laughs> so uh, this, the, the title card comes up, and the movie's called Rage War. Uh, we prefaced this last week. Yeah. Where I told you it's known as Rage War. Yeah. Digital Knights and the Challenges of Excalibrate. And Dungeon Master. Mm-hmm. So it's changed to Dungeon Master in the United States solely to just try to get some heat or some uh, action off of Dungeons and Dragons, is yeah. what they were oh, trying to do. Because oh. Oh. people who played Dungeons and Dragons are popular? No, but they in have the money. Yeah. Those are the same nerds like Russ who would buy that kind of thing. The nerds that I know that play Dungeons and Dragons don't have money. I have money. Ish. I'm speaking it, specifically uh, about my partner. <laughs> <laughs> Which, um, so th- the very first thing I got to talk about in this movie, n- seeing the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. why is there like a sex scene at the beginning? 
Why is there nudity? Because this this really is this is a movie my kids watch constantly because it's absurd, it's fantastical. Right. There's there's nothing really. It's harmless, right? Except for that opening scene. Like I have to skip that beginning scene because there's full frontal nudity Did from a woman. Not Maybe. R- remind you of like Ghostbusters though. Wasn't the red the red robe and the the fog on the floor? It reminded me of Zool, the gatekeeper. Did it not? I guess I can. Sure. They had Maybe fog. she like represented the computer. Or something. But it I was Gwen, right? I mean, I have my face thing. Yeah, I think so. But but again, even, so let's say that it makes sense. Let's pretend <laughs> that for a second. <laughs> okay. Why did they have to have the sex scene in the nudity? Because well, it's the 80s. That cocaine, you know, bit, the movie needs born from somewhere. So they got a. Yeah, but it. they didn't talk about it. It wasn't like. Did he wake up from a dream or something? It didn't really connect anything else. No, no I think it's the, that scene and then title card. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a dream. He woke up, went to work, jogged, proposed, went to sleep, then met Mistima. Sounds about right. Is that accurate? He yeah. got twenty dollars out of an ATM. Who does that? He got, but he did it like he hacked. It was the eighties, though. Yeah, I know. He hacked so that, that was ATM like a lot. to give him twenty dollars. He didn't hack it. He used his Google glasses. I don't think glasses. so. He didn't hack it. Paul wouldn't do that. Paul Bradford wouldn't do that. How you? I thought his name was Brad Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bradford. <laughs> Same thing. Um. He did like look around to make sure no one was looking at him when he did it. I think it's because he's, his glasses are super secret. Easy money. It's not because he was trying to do something shady. So if his glasses are super secret, then like, why did he steal twenty dollars? Because he's still. If you have a toy, you want to play with it. But it's a super secret toy. Okay, it's like you know. He was using them at work, though, right? But nobody knew that he was working, doing them. Like the guy was, he was like, turned around his boss, and he was fixing the Xerox machine. Yeah, exactly. He's looking at him, and they're telling him what's wrong with it. So he is this computer. Cal, Excalibrate, whatever. And then next to it on the wall is just like a giant motherboard that's just like there, not plugged into anything. <laughs> that's just like you're hanging a dead body next to like... It wasn't connected? It didn't... No, it wasn't connected. Are you sure this wasn't the first wireless system? Oh. Boom. Wireless motherboard. He's got a Google sense. Glass, dude. Are you trying to talk computer talk to me now? Mobo, as they call it. You you referenced motorboat. You you didn't <laughs> call. I don't remember who all was here. What did you call something earlier that didn't make any sense? And see if these two remember. What you called what it? What is a, the context? You that? called it. <laughs> you called it a TCBY. That's yogurt. <laughs> the fucking <laughs> it's frozen mailbox in NDCBU. And but that. Yeah, what? what does that stand for? Non-deliverable collection box unit. Good God. Why would what? we know that? You weren't supposed to know that. But then you mocked me and I made me mock. feel small. You are small. For, for no, he's not. not. In, he's in, quite in a figurative large. way. <laughs> and then anyway. your mom didn't bring us any cookies. Yeah. She so she was supposed to bring me Girl Scout cookies. She was irate, but she never told me that she was going to bring me Girl Scout cookies. She just told me that she forgot them. I didn't get so any. if she had told me nothing, I like it. it would have just been like neutral. 
Do you want to know? But instead, she told me that she was going to bring them and didn't bring them. So I had disappointment where I could have had just nothingness. She did listen to you talk about pre-cum for like a long time. Yeah, she deserves (laughs) it. She's what we call in the business a trooper. uh, I'll frequently go to the store. I'll be at the grocery store. And I'll see flowers and think about getting my wife flowers. And I'm like... Yeah, so I'll just take a picture of them and be like, thinking of you, love you, here's pictures of flowers I'm not buying. It's yeah. way cheaper Worst that way. husband ever. <laughs> no, I'm th- they always say it's the I'm thought impressed. that counts, so you yeah. know what? I'm impressed. Thought about it. Nailed it. If you're going to do that, just send her a picture of your dong. No, I don't have that good of a camera. I need to <laughs> zoom. <laughs> uh, Telephoto. All right, so... So then he gets zapped into... What was his name? Mephisto? Mestima. Mestima. Mephisto. Mephisto. That's 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 your fan fiction version. Is Mephisto? When you I'm when you publish your uh, uh. lawnmower man slash fiction, that's mm-hmm. the name you can use. Yeah. Uh, so he becomes Excalibrate. Yes. Uh, and he is wearing what I can only describe as. An old car seat made into a vest slash ashless chaps combo. <laughs> it's this, so. This it's is like one of the cotton things. Cotton armor. This is it, it. Is it's one of the things that I love about like this movie, and we talked about it on Killer Clowns, is when you can look at something like that and you can see like that is obviously something someone sewed and like took yeah. metal rivets. There and were put des- there together. was a design process. Yeah. It and, went through several iterations. And like the one around his wrist, you can see like it's literally just like straps yeah. and, and a, a, a metal like a band. Band. Those like backpack kind of Yeah, just to pull them things. together. Yeah. <laughs> I love seeing that kind of stuff and just seeing exactly what it is. Mm. And the midget diaper. And yeah, as we get later, I'm pretty... We thought... Justin and I both simultaneously thought that there was a little person wearing a diaper... But I think it may have just been their way their body was formed. Yeah, that's racist. Um, so wearing loincloths. So we we yeah. Um, so you you referenced uh, his outfit. He's Excalibrate. He's wearing uh, his power seems to lie in his wrist at this point, right? He basically has the power of all technology ever. It's like right? so Captain far. Jack Harkness. Yeah, but not sexy. What or charming? Doctor Who. Oh, I don't know what a Doctor Who is. Okay. Tardis. Tardis? How do I say that? <laughs> yeah, Tardis. Okay. Time and relative dimension in space. I don't... I'm not that type of nerd. Speaking of nerds, mm-hmm. uh, I got something in the mail today. I was, was so was excited it nerds that, it happened, or nerds rope? that it actually happened to come today. Um, so we were talking about Dungeon Master. Mm-hmm. We're talking about his wrist. I did not know that this item existed until... Monday or Tuesday of this week, but on eBay, I found a vintage promotional item for Dungeon Master, vintage. and it is my own Excalibrate. It is an 80s wristwatch that you wrap around That's and great. has it's Dungeon awful. Master mm-hmm. right there on the top. There's no way that'll fit around your it's wrist. Like I'm, a I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to open it. It's like a fanny pack for your wrist. Yeah, it's a fanny pack for your wrist. This says Dungeon Master on it. On is it, it like the thing that like tennis players wear, like the sweatbands? They wear it on the wrist and then wipe the sweat. Yeah, yeah but look, there's a zipper in it. Style. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it's got a wristwatch in there. Bluetooth to so your phone? A, well, it shoots lasers. It's not even mm-hmm. a calculator um, watch. <laughs> it shoots lasers. 
So That's I didn't even know this existed. So you can imagine how excited <laughs> I was when I found this. Uh, that really made my day to get this today of all days. That is a good day to get it. It really is. Um, so this took seven directors to do this. Well, obviously more than that, because who's directed all the stuff that wasn't those sequences? Here's the thing that's really funny. So you, There was no real division of what they were either I, that I could tell. I, what are you, what well, are you talking this, about? There was this, totally clear divisions. There were seven different trials that he had to go through. Well, I mean, uh, we, we decided that the first part, the porny part that you don't show your no, kids. No, I no no. That's not even what I'm calling a segment. Yeah, that's not okay. even one of the sequences. The very okay. first sequence is when he goes to the frozen world. I retract. So, I got the uh, so one of the directors is a guy named guy named John Carl Beekler. He's directed a lot of movies that I really like. I don't think I don't know if he's directed a good movie though. So, <laughs> I mean, the movies little, you like. So. They, they, it's true. Um, but so I met him. He he signed a, a bunch of my stuff. I had him sign my Dungeon Master poster. Um, my son's talking to him about stuff, and uh, I asked him. I was like, "All right, so I've tried to find it. There's not much information on Dungeon Master. I know the seven of you each directed a segment, but who directed the like the opening and who directed the interstitials with Mastema and stuff like that?" And he laughed and said. Dumpling Master. <laughs> and that was about all I got. Makes and sense. He, and then he like stood up to take a picture and he walked around the table and I realized this man is not wearing any shoes. We are at a convention. He is a, a he's in his early 60s probably. And he's just not wearing shoes. And I asked him what I thought was an interesting question that he that I had relevance in. I can't. It's not like a generic question that he gets asked all the time. And he said, replied with, <laughs> Dumpling Master. <laughs> like, it Peter was absurd. It's great. I, I, so I tried. It's not very to hygienic. Answer, to answer your question, Tom, I tried to get an answer. Like, I went to one of the guys that directed one of the segments. But he doesn't even know. He, <laughs> or he's not willing to disclose. I guess it's it's top <laughs> secret. Maybe dumplings. Wanted to go get dumplings. With I, don't, I don't know. I'm he hungry too, man. Dumpling I don't blame master. him. That's all he said was dumpling master. Um, the very first segment mm-hmm. is that he gets frozen. There's goes a goes in like a frozen ice cave filled thing. with werewolves. Well, it's like all a bunch of historical figures. Where? And a werewolf. It's like Einstein, <laughs> Jack the Ripper, Bloody Mary, and here's a werewolf. Dingus Khan was there, and he looked like Darth Vader. Did you say Dingus Khan? Yes. <laughs> this is a little brother. Uh, I, I, think don't know that. I skipped something that I want to talk about before we go too much further with no. this. Okay. There's a definite theme in like this era of movies in that every movie inserts a scene of aerobics yeah like it's titillating and i do like there was definitely a time when people when people would like watch aerobics as a as a titillating experience i sweated to the oldies as a kid you what i sweated to the oldies as a kid wasn't that the uh, was that part of your embarrassing story no justin is an embarrassing story (laughs) wasn't that the richard uh richard simmons simmons thing yeah. Well, the so aerobics became making? popular what? in the 80s. That was a thing that I that, I, that was part of my childhood. 
you masturbated to Richard Simmons? No. Who didn't? <laughs> My grandma and he I would dance, dance to the oldies. <laughs> Your grandma? Because I was a husky <laughs> child. <laughs> that really little kept, husky. didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she really knocked that one out of the park, solved that problem. Yeah. Instead, she was like, "You should like." I used to wear my pants like a normal human being does, and then How she do you was like, them you, now? "You should, you should tuck in your gut." And so that's why I wear my pants over my belly now. It's because we were da- we were we were dancing to the oldies, and she didn't like my gut hanging out, my little five year old baby gut. Wow. Oh. Thanks, Grandma. Grandma body shame. Grandmas are the best. <laughs> Tuck uh, that shit in, boy. <laughs> Get it yeah, caught on a tripwire. Uh, why? Why does Mistima think that Paul is such a good opponent? Like Paul, Paul's ability is to shoot a laser uh, from to, his Apple Watch and to throw rocks. I don't. You can. He really burned him with some of his like his one liners. Yeah, his, his witty zings. <laughs> <He's> got that. <laughs> um. So he's he's frozen in this random wax museum type thing and is able to thaw himself out by throwing a crystal. Naturally. The end. It's good he wasn't the frozen. Did this this won a few Oscars, got, I'm sure. She got frozen, right? She and, was frozen, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, Where's the ice crystal? The it's thing the that key, he man. didn't know existed. Well they But obviously said, knew he needed. Yeah. Because she's the one that came up to Einstein's like, hey, it's Einstein. And he was overplaying with the werewolf. Yeah. Who the werewolf hammed it up at the end also. Yeah, because like he, he gets, gets really close the to the camera and he's like, <laughs> right to the camera. <laughs> you make fun of me when I gesticulate and it's that won't play on the podcast. It's you audio. can't see it. I will I will say I appreciate that when you do me, you do a man voice. So <laughs> <laughs> that, makes me, that makes me feel a little bit better. Oh, he's footsie in me. Um, <laughs> so then we get r- we get rat spit. Rat spit. So we get rat spit. Who uh, talks out of the side of his mouth like Milo Ventimiglia? Um, I don't. The only way that I know Milo Ventimiglia is he was on a horror podcast that I listened to. Okay, so he's friends with. So probably didn't play. So I don't know at all who <laughs> that is. He, if you he ever watch have... Heroes, nope. Then like. That's how it, it, Heroes kind of got ruined for me because my friend pointed out how he always talks out of the side of his mouth. And like I couldn't watch Heroes ever again without just staring at Peter Petrelli's talking out of the side of his mouth. It was weird. That's super weird. And you know, he's also in Gilmore Girls. So let me <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Stop talking. See, right. you know, Rory three oh, times Rory really should have she should have chosen uh, Jess, but so the, the, the Ratspit segment is the segment that was directed by John Carl Beekler, and he's Ratspit's voice. Okay. So just imagine Ratspit saying "Dumplin' Master" <laughs> when you ask him a serious <laughs> question. <Dumplin' Master. laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. Uh, and all he has to do to win that battle is stare at a he, zombie clone of himself. He has to just like. Believe hard, right? Mm-hmm. Something. And Law then he and then he made my brain hurt. Oh yeah, you were pretty upset by this. I was upset. It's just I had no idea. So at one point, Excalibrate says, "I." 
Uh, <laughs> I froze. I reject I, your reality. Um, I reject your reality and I, and I substitute, substitute my, my own. own. Which is obviously in my world, that's Ooh. Adam Savage says Mythbusters. that. Mythbusters. Yeah. And it's in my the intro to Dungeon all Master. The that's the world that I live in. That's awesome. America, bros. Um, I still don't understand how he beats like any of these people. No, there there are straight sense. up three or four of these where he just either does nothing or does the exact wrong thing, yes. but still wins. Um, so f- next he goes to battle wasp, <laughs> right? Well, you missed you forgot about the uh, the Trogdor fight, the magic dragon versus technology dragon. Oh yeah, the burning fight with Mistima. Yeah, yeah, that was in between there. You're right, mm-hmm. but I didn't understand your reference. It's social media stuff, man. You wouldn't understand. If by social media you mean old flash videos, then yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't that what that is? I don't know what that (laughs) is. Sure. How old are you? 33. Okay. This is his life. He knows nothing outside of this. (laughs) Everything you see on these walls, if it's not one of those things that you reference, he's not going to get it. No, there's horror movies I've seen that I don't own or I don't have a poster for. Don't put me in a box. Don't put me in a box. Uh, yeah, so I don't get that reference. So hopefully that was funny to everybody else. Uh, now can we talk about Wasp? Yeah, then his next trial was a concert. <laughs> they just played a, a song. A hair metal concert. They just played a, a song. Trial in itself, do, yes. do you think Wasp thought that this was totally going to be a thing? I think that they thought it couldn't hurt. I think Wasp thought that they were a thing. Hmm. That's probably true. Is this like is this like Vanilla Ice at the end of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two? Yes, that's a generous comparison. The uh, so the funny thing about this, so this is this segment's directed by a guy named Charles Band, and I think somebody said that they thought that they'd heard of him. Yeah, the came name up. came up, and I thought Tiffany, do you know Charles Band? No. No. Okay. Didn't you claim to be a horror fan? watch horror movies okay all right well all right charles band ran uh a production company called empire pictures which is who made this Mm -hmm. uh he ran something called wizard video wizard pictures yeah he now does something called full moon um so for the longest time he kind of ruled the 80s and did tons of movies produced tons of movies pretty big deal uh, now he's fall throughout the years. All of these companies that I listed have went bankrupt and he's lost rights to a bunch of stuff. And he's pretty much at this point, in my opinion, kind of a charlatan, uh, a huckster, um, and can't be trusted. And there's a few things that have come up regarding that. So the first one I'll go, uh, from least impressive to most. Okay. So he, uh, I was there for yes. one of these. Is this your manifesto? This isn't my man. It's it's interesting. Okay. okay. So like he was at a convention and he did this a whole bunch of conventions. He said, hey, we're making a new movie. Um, we're going to have a contest. Whoever wins this contest at the convention will get to come be an extra and get killed on the movie. Hmm. Never followed through with any of it. He did this dozens of times across the U.S., right? So, all right, maybe the film saw through all the time, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's a pretty cool small business out there called homemade horror that this guy what he did was he hand carved a little figure from the movie ghoulies that charles band produced and gave it to him as a gift he's like here you go 
I love this movie. Thank you so much. So Charles Band takes it and makes, starts replicating it and selling it. Statue, these same statues, mm-hmm. like a dickhead. Yeah, they've worked it out. Apparently, the guy says everything's good. Now here's the one that's pretty messed up, the one that I really think is messed up. In the past few years, horror VHS collecting has kind of become a big thing, and these are worth a lot of money now. So there's not very many of them. There's people threw them away. They didn't keep them. They were shitty, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody's interested right now. This is terrible. I'm pretty sure you've I'm told the story on the man. podcast. No, I haven't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. All right. Well, if I did, then edit it. Continue. Out. All right. So way to go. I don't think there's any way I've told this. Let's argue about this longer, just to keep it going. I think you've you told to this because I've been on this podcast at least eighty times. <laughs> Fuck you. So He's our most <laughs> recurring, recurring guest. So so for seven two times. So so they're they're popular again, right? Mm-hmm. Miraculously, Charles Band discovers in his warehouse boxes of old VHS boxes had been lost in storage for years. All right. So they released this. Coincidentally, it's the most popular, most expensive titles that are out that he is has just found. As soon as people start getting these, they start to notice inconsistencies. There's the paper's wrong. The cuts are all uniform, like they're all the same. So movie A, B, and C would be all cut the same uh, instead of, they were cut different when they we look at the old versions that were released, right? Right. And then there, you look at them and you can see like sticker residue that's actually printed on the thing. So they mm. did like a high def scan of an old box that happened to have a little sticker residue. Yeah. So it's really interesting to me. I just bored everybody to death. You're a nerd. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm a nerd too, just not like that. <laughs> It's just past my bedtime. <laughs> Thanks. All right, I'll try better to entertain you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, they fight the mountain giant. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the the He's got a laser of his own guys. People natives, diaper boys, steel <laughs> excalibrate. How can he not catch up to them? Because he's groggy. They have because to... in this particular he was adventure, very soundly. Um, he but walked. even after he gets up, even after he gets up, they have tiny little legs and they are mm-hmm. slow. They're having a hard time running, and the, they have to like parkour. They're rocks. Have you shit. ever chased a <laughs> leprechaun? <laughs> oh, I don't understand how they can't catch him. Um, it, ex- the, his Excalibrate tells him. That it's beginning to sense occult power, right? Mm-hmm. Did he program it to do that? Like, did he see this coming when he was creating this Cults? computer program? It's the power of all technology on his wrist. What all technology detects the cult brewing? The good kind? Grinder? <laughs> I'm actually developing an occult detector for uh, Arduino at the moment. You're developing it? Yeah. That's sweet. Uh, (laughs) You're doing a terrible job feeding up anything I'm doing right now. The one and a half person who got that is laughing their ass off right now. Are you calling me a half person? (laughs) I'm going to keep trying to trudge forward here. (laughs) The cave beast. Okay. 
the before that, he, there's a giant statue that shoots lasers at its forehead. Yes, that's what I was just talking about. Right, but you kind of didn't. That's the <laughs> that's the main attraction. That is a giant statue that shoots, shoots lasers out of its forehead. It was pretty. And he amazing. shot a laser into its laser hole mm-hmm. and defeated mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like sci-fi docking. <laughs> is docking Loaded a poop USB thing? Part. No, that's no. <laughs> it. That's a wiener thing. I thought it was a poop thing. I uh, don't look at me, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you gotta explain I'm now. Totally lost. Is this something you figured out in I your don't research? Even know why, what is I'm this? At. What is this? It's when you touch two penises together, but you try to shove one in the other's hole. Dude, no, it's <laughs> right? weird. No, you pull the foreskin of one dick over the other one. Okay. Duh. So you like fuck somebody's foreskin sack. So at least one partner has to be uncircumcised. (laughs) Right. Yep. So Tom Hardy. And both have to have penises. I would watch that. (laughs) I know you would. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't want to have sex with somebody with an uncircumcised penis. Why? You're not gay. What's it matter? To start the penis. If I was, I think I'd want my guy cut. (laughs) Definitely. Um, it's essentially like genital mutilation, they say. I'm not saying that's not true, but it doesn't mean it's not yucky. I didn't know that I they, don't know. Like, they pretty much abandoned it in like pretty much everywhere but America. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not it's like, like you yeah. can't wash your dick. Yeah. yeah. I'm not advocating it. <laughs> I don't, what do you want me to say? I'm not advocating it. Uh, you probably should. The cave beast. Mm-hmm. That one was really boring. He failed. Okay, so d- there's several things here. Uh, he per- the, he gets the computer to give him detailed coordinates of how he can shoot a laser or maybe throw a rock. I don't know, and <laughs> bank it off of like four <laughs> different things and hit the troll. Yes, the cave beast. Cave beast, counting? whatever. And then the cave beast runs away, and like that whole thing goes away mm-hmm. like oh well i guess i can't do that ever again yes so it was all for not well it said it's impossible it's actually said read. the words impossible i don't well, read i didn't say it it said out loud <laughs> you didn't have to read anything <laughs> it said impossible hmm. it said it Thomas I wasn't talking. So I wasn't there. So did you notice, Justin, how Cave Beast actually meets her doom? She throws the laser rocks and blows up the cave and it falls on her. Does that sound like anybody else? What? What? Does that sound like anyone else? Throwing laser rocks? Okay, never mind. We'll talk about it later, I guess. What? You know the Later. answer to this question. I do? Yes. Again, oh memory. Oh, my God, you Tom. Can't. Jesus. Um, <laughs> what? Obviously, the last segment was written uh, because they had the production value of, like, a plain graveyard. Like, they had, they were able to shoot there, so they're like, obviously, we're going like to set this. two or three. Does it really matter? Well, the one there's a it's like a weird just the one, say your jokes real fast. It's a weird gritty we'll crime drama. Like it's all been sci-fi weird shit, and then it's just the slasher, like a weird murder mystery With thing. The clean garbage. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the whole steam hole, 
<laughs> he goes in there and he does nothing and he basically loses. Yeah, that's what I'm trying, that to, is that's the what I'm trying to say. Yes. So you skipped the Gritty Crime Drama one. That was like my favorite. Well, at least we didn't point it out and make well, a big deal of it and then we could have casually went back to it. But um, now you have to cry about it. Which one are we talking about now? It's I can't even tell. because there was tell. a donut. I don't even know what's like, going on. <laughs> I'm just offended that you skipped my favorite one. <laughs> He's so mad. They, they talk about it. They're, it was stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> all this was like fantastical stuff, and then it's just wait, like it's modern times, except there's a future paper that tells her that Gwen is going to die oh, tomorrow. Yes. And you Minority guys report reference looking at the killer's... Happens. Ding dong. He had a he huge, had a huge dick, and it was right on the right I side of his didn't leg. Even notice. It, like he was wearing super tight jeans, and it he was just like t- you know how when guys have their wallets, and you can see where it's worn thinner where their wallets his have been. Were like that? His pants were yeah. like that because his dick was so big; it had like the little fraying going on. Yeah. <laughs> if a hole popped up, it was going to be right where his cock was. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Why did uh, we're totally not gay? No, I like it better when they're that not here because then I you and like, I can just pat each other in the back. Like, that like, dick was totally noticeable. Yeah, that anybody, so would, noticeable. anybody would have noticed that dick. Yeah, that's not just us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she points out the camel toe that none of us talk about later. That's true. Yeah, I definitely obvious. didn't notice the camel toe on the eighty-year-old woman, eighty-year-old, <laughs> eighty-pound woman. Um, okay, so yeah, a, like abandoned. Plain graveyard, weird little person, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I I felt like you had and, something to say. I was just and Mary Pranksters, I said what I wanted Mad to Max and pra- Mary Pranksters, because there was that one car that drove. And he up. kept making yeah. the joke about the hotel. Yeah, over and over and over. The Las Vegas Hilton or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. The uh, and then you get the epic battle with Mistima. Oh, so you, you know the, the, the best part about that one is he loses control of the vehicle and then for just about 30 seconds drives into the only other car in this you vast just desert. said he lost control how it, he doesn't have control so jump out or something instead they how smash many times right have into you survived jumping out of a moving vehicle it's sand. It's softer than concrete. Hey, he thought about how are it. You, how, are you, how are you going to survive a head-on collision? There was like almost a mushroom cloud on that thing. I, I agree with you, but still. There are zero rules in anything happening in yeah, any of this. This so is where I'm going to go. It's like to this, apply logic to anything no, that happens in this It needs to movie. logically make sense. Characters <laughs> need to make the decisions in their best li- interest. Yeah. He's literally battling the devil, which is already pretty fantastical if you ask me. So, you know, I thought the devil is the thing that appeared in the flames. No, no, no. The, he's the devil. Remember at the beginning, he puts Mistima into G- his thing his and it translates Lucifer. Beelzebub. Yep. Yeah. So Why didn't you well, note so, that in your notes? So who was the flame demon thing? That was the flame demon. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that he gets lasered away. See, the reason that I love this so much is because you kept saying the best part and every part that you said was not the best part for me. <laughs> But it was the best part. Like, yeah, it's it's so absurd. Every part's the best part. Of it's this so movie. absurd. the The film, it's like there's an earnest to, earnestness to it, it where film. like everybody was just throw, giving something. It wasn't like haphazardly put together, but it's still. I I know it's garbage, but that. but it's garbage it that I love. 
um, because you can see like people trying and putting dry. their heart into stuff. Of course, art is art, and it's yeah. wonderful. As dry, silly dry as it may be. Cool. Uh, Tom's here. Mm-hmm. No, that meant he brought something. I did not. You claimed multiple times that I do not know pop culture. I have something that is going to prove you wrong <laughs> right now.
Okay. He growls at me. So, I'm really looking forward to Justin shitting on us right now. <laughs> I know that's, that's what we're, I know that's what you're anticipating. Justin, wet blanket us real quick. Uh, I mean, good job, guys. You did. Shut up. Oh, go fuck you yourself. You gave it a real good try there. Go fuck yourself. You fucking loser. It even comes across sort of like a compliment. <laughs> I know it's bullshit. Like At least lyrics. when you. What's that? I like the lyrics. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Tom, I know this is not his genre. Uh, and uh, it was a hell, apparently. Is that what you're saying? No, I wouldn't go that far. Well, it was pretty terrible. I think Hell-ish. that was a quote. <laughs> Did I say that? I think you said you the past said, two weeks of hell. I think you said like three weeks of hell, yeah. Okay, yeah, well, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's true then. Well, now that I guess I said it, I guess I'll agree with myself. If I said it, I must mean it. <laughs> so. In my personal opinion, if you're going to go with 90s country, you got to go Watermelon Crawl. What That's is that? The, I thought it was... It's the stupidest song in the world. It's great. Oh, that's ca- Caterpillar. Is it about... Never mind. I don't know. No, it's what? about, little, it's about going boys. to a small town, oh. getting st- so drunk... That everybody in town just like starts crawling because they're so drunk they have to crawl home. But and everybody knows because they make because they make wine out of watermelons or something or some sort of liquor. So to summarize, hey, you guys did great, but what you should have done is this. <laughs> the song I know, I love that no one else has ever heard of. <laughs> if you drink, don't drive. Do the watermelon crawl. How how did you not see the super shredder <laughs> and professor thing? Earlier, until that moment, the su- professor. Yeah, the professor from House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Oh. How did you not see that earlier with the cave beast? And because I, I that, don't know what you're I talking don't, about. I wasn't using that as a point of reference. Tom, you read, you sung the song, you recreated the entire song from scratch. I was busy about. trying to not pay attention to what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know these what? are the notes. These are the words I'm supposed to say. I don't know why. But I'm just getting it done. <laughs> you know what? I think that really shines through. It fucking better. Because, man. The craftsmanship is really there. Oh, man. But no, seriously, if you had any idea how much it took to make it sound like it that song up before the lyrics part, that was the hard part. That was, yeah. Did you get paid I, for that? No. I ran out of time. Fiber. I would have done a lot more if Did I had you give him time, a fiber? but I was running out of time. This is so. how he gets paid. Hey, so if you like that, go oh, check no. out Curse. This is the uh, the free stuff I do. I get paid plenty. But uh, yeah, Corosic Productions, LLC.com. K-E-R-O-S-E-C Productions, LLC.com. So for the record, that's the, what he's capable of doing for a genre he's not really fond of in something that he doesn't know what he's talking about yeah and he's able to pull that They're off just words so imagine if he cared yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> or imagine if you paid him to pretend to care <laughs> that goes a, that goes a long way that's true um but yeah great job i thought it was really good thanks <laughs> Nothing I can say can ever sound genuine. No, after no, 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 seven. absolutely not. No, nope. there's no degree. Because you're not genuine. It's okay, though. But I'm genuine. Oh. No. Okay. Pony. Uh, Back that thing up. We also watched Raw Force. Not genuine at all. Uh, no? We didn't watch Raw Force? I, I was. No, never mind. Okay. He, he was calling me out on not knowing my shit. That's all. And you just didn't catch it. That's all. 
you expect Russ to know anything about rap? No. No, I wouldn't. Hip, hip, hippity hop. I went to live with my aunt and uncle one Blair. Blair? Did you botch that whole sentence? (laughs) Is that English? (laughs) What? Did you have a stroke? West Philadelphia, born and raised. My favorite thing watching the entire movie is the Happy Monk. Yes. The Happy Monk the thumb makes monk. The thumb monk. me so happy. He's the yeah. worst. He's the worst. He's the, the worst. best. He's the worst monk. Why is he the worst? He's so happy. He is happy. Every time you see him, he's twiddling his thumb. Weird, he's got wiggly pervert. He's not twiddling cannibal. his thumb. He's like... He's wiggling his thumb. He, yeah. He has encased his thumb in his other hand. And it's like trying to escape, and he's watching it and laughing at it. This is the <laughs> moment we be, I become a hypocrite, and I mock you for doing what I did earlier and tell you that they can't see you wiggling. His <laughs> he described it pretty well. Yeah. 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 They're doing the little prostate tap dance. He didn't dance. say yeah. <laughs> The tap of the prostate. <laughs> <laughs> tap dance. Um, one part all right, semen, so overall, one Justin, what did you think about Raw Force? Raw Force was great in that it was awful. It was it's so bad in the, the best slow-mo. ways. The slow-mo was it, key. The, they didn't it's not even slow-mo. It's just the regular speed film yeah. slowed yes. down <laughs> 6 <laughs> frames per second for no apparent reason. <laughs> right. And so like even and like their credits, they, you know, that's majestic plane going over this this island ocean all this piranha filled hellhole yeah <laughs> but you don't know that yet so it just it's supposed to look beautiful and they're beautiful shots with all the credits over them but one of them's just like a random freeze frame yes yeah, that just looks jacked but all the rest are like full motion yes so they couldn't have shot one more thing i don't have an answer before you keep going too far i want to just get general Film's consensus expensive. tiffany thoughts overall on raw force yeah it made me feel raw and forced you were forced to watch it right. so now you're yeah. raw yep gross <laughs> chief tom it overall. did have a rapey vibe to it it definitely had a rapey vibe there to were it. the rapey monks and the eating of flesh i don't i think they weren't actually rapey we i don't just think, thought they were rapey. yeah i yeah. think they had a rape that, okay think that's why rapey forcibly is the eating word some, instead mm-hmm. of rapist yeah it's rapey they're very yeah, yeah. but they were definitely perverts i don't know it got to a point where it was just kind of like making me question my humanity. <laughs> because you were enjoying the, oh, the don't boobies. Don't tell them that. <laughs> no, there were a lot of tits. There were a lot it was, of tits in this movie. Why yeah. were you so grossed out by the any nipples? I, it's not. It's it's not really grossed out, but it's like that's weird. I don't know. He's more it's excited about ribbons. I know it's come. a thing. So this is a serious question. Mm-hmm. I'm being completely serious. I find myself wondering this a lot, and I'm including myself in this as a male, okay? Knowing that breasts are just a body part. Yeah. Right? Mm. Every female has them. Some males have yes. them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Them yes, you guys do. <laughs> Why is our goal to see every pair of breasts ever? What, Females what? have Evolution. all of the good. Yeah, I have all of the good secondary sexual characteristics: boobs, round butts. But but why do like we the, feel the, the desire? It's, it's just heart. a biological thing. Like testosterone. Males, yeah, males are more visual. Like the heart as we know it, the heart shape. 
like it's Valentine's a, Day it's a butt. Based Females on are a female more butt. It's an upside down butt. Yeah. Sensual. I, I know these things scientifically, and you guys are ruining my bit by giving me the scientific. Well, your bit answer, sucks, so man. Go for it. No, your audience. Go for it. <laughs> You're not my audience. You guys are my co-hosts right now. <laughs> I don't know I expect anything else but to get shit on around here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We love you. Russell. <laughs> to be fair, we're like the only ones that listen to the podcast. I don't, uh, I don't know you. Except so. Tom doesn't. The, the fake, I do? I don't? The, so, oh, wait. So, should I? Just should I I'm the that? only person on earth that listens to it. Pretty much. No, I don't we, think we, we really appreciate it. <laughs> These <laughs> things <laughs> take time. Not that we takes don't appreciate times. it. But it drinks, s'mores, beers. Justin, mm-hmm. synopsis for this movie. Oh. Uh, there are like three different movies in this movie. No. So there's there's the whole the whole ship thing, the whole boat thing could have been its yeah. own thing. But then it's like that doesn't even matter cuz the whole point is like the island part of the movie. And then the whole monk thing ties in at the end, but that's like its own separate thing. Okay. I'm going to give you a second to Google the word synopsis yeah. so you can see what that means. People, okay. on, a karate, we'll people a on a karate cruise get taken to an island of cannibal monks. Boom. That is a synopsis, sir. <laughs> yes. I don't know what the hell you were doing. She basically were, just read the byline. It's low rent the, Bruce Lee. The tag subtitle thing. Okay. I'm going to let you look up all those words it's and we're going to keep moving forward. Leave it to the technical writer. The the uh, so so like we said, it's it's the. I'm sorry. Are you a, 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 an award winning? Are you award winning writer? Because I now am. <laughs> Good point. The, oh, uh, I get paid to write. That's so, true. the uh, is it uh, the Karate Club? The yeah. it's like the Burbank Club. My stomach is making the weirdest sounds. <laughs> was that you? Yes. Was that you before? It's really okay. weird. Just checking. I was worried that we were had a leak in the house or something. <laughs> that, to go look into. that bad. Um, and they so they are demonstrating their karate moves on the cruise ship, which mm-hmm. is the smallest cruise ship with the least number of passengers ever. Exactly. There's seven people on this thing. Um, <laughs> until, until the party. Then until there's the party. A lot more. Then there's yeah. 20. But it's also in the smallest room ever filled with wood paneling. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get there, they are doing karate moves right. on the boat, which based on the way it looks, the rails on the side of this boat are like two feet up, like the perfect height for anyone to trip over and fall. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. They would lose every passenger. Yeah. <laughs> also, he puts his bow through the window. Of the most fake class ever. Yes, that's <laughs> though, that's supposed to be like the windshield that's like supposed to stand up against waves yeah. and everything, and it's just like a little stick. Just that's where, that's where the giant oh, wheel the is. Oh, yeah. The cheap lady yeah. bought the boat, so... The cheap lady sure. did buy the boat, yeah. She complains about how and she, shitty the boat She's is. so cheap, she's this, the bartender. And the she stands woman. right beside the end of the boat. Like, the boat yeah. is so small that <laughs> that they can talk. Like, if she on, takes, two like, people half a step on, backwards, she's going overboard. Yeah, and yeah. There, there's you can see both sides of the boat. Mm-hmm. And people can have a conversation from each side. Yeah. It's how incredible. How did you find this movie? And they have... Ba- Vinegar Syndrome? They have deck boat clothes. I don't know what that means. Because they're always oh, that's the exactly Donald the Trump. Same. 
thing. Never mind. What? What just happened? Vinegar Syndrome is the company that released. I know there was like a video or them. like a little thing at the beginning that said it, and it looked like a golden oh, shower. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, the pee pee thing. Yes. Yeah. The, the mud flap girl. See? I don't think I was there for any of that. The, uh, the production logo. Yeah. But I don't think I was there for any pee-pee discussion. Would have remembered that. Donald Trump gets peed on. It's a known fact. Um, By Russian whores. The it's a fact. Cookie, cookie, the lead. Alternative fact. Blonde female. Mm-hmm. She's the best part of the movie. The for LAPD. Me. Okay, so Tommy you referenced a handful of times how attractive she was. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts, Justin? Attractive. I mean, her friend, I feel like, was more attractive. Tiffany, what were you going to say? Why why are you talking about that? I'm, I'm getting ready to get into a thing. He's got a plan. He's got a okay. thing. Right. So anyway, so for me, she felt like a little mannish. Like her face looked pretty wide and mannish. Okay. So here's my question for each of you. What is the, who is the least attractive person that you would say that you find attractive? Like what? in life. Yes. Or, I mean, I don't say your D. cousin Snyder. Joe. I have it right now. What do you got, Justin? I have this weird crush on Flo, the progressive lady. I could Ugh. see that. Yeah. That's a good That's answer. That's everyone else's reaction. That's a good answer. She's unattractive. That's a good I, answer. Yeah. Like I've. But you're aware that she's... She looks a little plain, but there's something about her that just like strikes my fancy. I have an ex who looks similar to her, and that's why... Uh... Tom, that? who's your least attractive person that you I think is I said already, D. Snyder. Come on. <laughs> I'm serious. No. You're killing um, me. I sang, I sung Happy Birthday <laughs> to Joe Lynch, the director, with D. Snyder. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's impressive. True story. Go ahead. What was um, your oh my god, it's really hard. I'll give you a second, Tiffany. I would like to sit on Adrian Brody's face. Oh man, he—that's a good one. I don't. I, I don't feel like. But you, I think he's hot. Like I don't. But you're I know, aware that he's not. I know a, that people think he's unattractive. I but feel like, like his nose would cut your vagina. <laughs> I would. Let him. I don't think it so would cut sharp. it. I think that she knows what it would do. Yeah. It wouldn't cut it. <laughs> I would let him tap on my prostate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, he'd just be sipping a Diet Coke, tapping away. <laughs> Tommy, got an answer? You want me I to got go? a couple. I mean, I guess. but I, I don't know. It might not work. But I guess that she's not entirely classically beautiful because she's been considered to potentially be a man. But Lady Gaga, I got a crush on Lady Gaga. Lady, Lady Gaga is unattractive hot in about American but Horror Story. It's nothing unattractive about Lady Gaga. Well, that's how I feel, but there's definitely been the rumor that she's a dude. What? Even <laughs> if she was, what would it what matter? What does that have to do with... I've well, seen... I mean, she, there, there, there's, you know, they, there's pictures and stuff in the right... I don't know. It's hard to explain. I've seen some Maury Povitz episodes when I stayed home from school as like a 13-year-old boy that confused me for a while. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> It'd be 20 beautiful women on stage and half of them were men. Yeah, but I mean, she's a just, yeah, she, even if she is a dude in in lady disguise, she's talented enough. I, I, yeah. It's a really weird conversation. I mean, what did you expect coming on oh, here? Okay. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, to be fair, you knew what you were coming on here for. 
And I it feel doesn't like work. this can't be any weirder than that. Yeah, I don't think this is particularly bad. I did bad. watch you talk about pre-cum in front of your mom. I, I, don't, I think that this is kind of sexist. Why is it sexist? How is it not? these? Because you were like, wow, this this woman, and she's kind of mannish. And, like, what the is entire matter? horror genre is sexist. They all... So, okay. I, I can handle. I can handle the horror genre being sexist. I don't think that I am. I There are men that you find... You are then. Right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so so that's the same thing. Okay. No? If I'm wrong, tell me. I don't. I'm tired. Okay. All right. That's the, oh, is that, that's a Donald Trump excuse. Uh, I yelled at Australia because I was tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> why? I don't think you're a sexist. I do. Okay. Um, <laughs> the... You don't I, want to I, talk about I, that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to go anymore. <laughs> He's just freezing up. It's like, I'm a Democrat, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can't drive it, but I need to move on. I, love- <laughs> I got I to move on, but it's still fucking bugging me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly Let's what's going on right now. Like, we need to iron this out for like 45 minutes. <laughs> I need to talk to you and explain some things. Um, the eyebrow actor? That's try that's waiting for the roommate to come back, and okay. he's trying to have sex with the woman. Yeah, he I you meant. was I, I incredible. Was, yeah, I loved everything that he did. That he, wasn't so much about his eyebrows as like his eyeballs. Yeah, his eyes were bulging he, like, out of his yeah, skull. Like the entire time. Okay, maybe that's what it was. There was something going on with his eyes. Yeah, yeah. and he could not. He, this man obviously was had cocaine a prop as part of his that was invented budget. by the prop department. <laughs> Because it could not have been a human that had ever enunciated words before or had a conversation, and definitely not in this language, right? No. That was... Why? (laughs) Everything about him was great. Who would choose to try to deliver lines that way? I don't understand. Like, even if you're a bad actor, it can come across as stiff or whatever, but my God, it's incredible. It's like he was a robot. And the whole whole point of his character is this woman is getting naked in front of him and wants to have sex with him, and he's trying to find any excuse in the world to not have sex with her. <laughs> so he probably I just didn't find I'm the role believable gay. and just was like, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. This was after uh, the Asian-German Adolf <laughs> met the... You met the, the racist Tojo stereotype. Yeah. But he had a German accent. Yeah, he was, was Japanese yeah, exactly. with a Hitler just, mustache. He's World and War II matched yeah. into one. He's but, but Axis he, Powers bad guy. So he met our heroes, the karate group, <laughs> in a bar? I'm just a tick girl. No, 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 no. This was at the... Pro, uh, you're right. It was at the, at the was cat at the house, place. right? Or at the taxi place? It he was he met taxi. them wherever. It, it was a cat house. So it was, he was at the yeah. cat house. T A K S I and T A K S I took them to the T A X I. Yes. So he meets them Great there, stuff. and he's trying to strike up a casual conversation. Mm-hmm. And he walks up and he says, "Oh, hey, you're not planning on going to Warriors Island, are you?" Like, like it's just the most blatant. I have a pre-planned reason for discussing if something. If his mustache with you were ever. any bigger, he would have been twirling it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just winking the whole time at yeah. these people. How well, did he they? Has, how did they think they were going to get winking, isn't he? the women into the car? Like they just just because they parked it in front of the front door. They didn't seem to have a good plan because the guy with the feather, who I think's name was Poopa, <laughs> <laughs> was that his name? I don't know. I just called him Captain Ponytail. And so I swear I didn't know his name for the longest time, yeah, and then. 
German Chinese Hitler called him Poopa, I think. So I was He's like, Japanese. His, it's so his name's Poopa. Um, but he just sat in the car and didn't even bother getting out until mm-hmm. they were running out on top of his van. Yeah, I think they thought because they parked it in front of the front door and that was like how you get in and out that right. they were just going to funnel them They're going to funnel them out like <laughs> scared cats. They're just going to run into a car. Yeah. But two grown women and two grown men jump out of a window onto the top of his of this vehicle and he's just like, huh? What's that noise? <laughs> and he's got a feather glued to his ear yeah. the whole time. Not like an earring, but it's just glued there. He's trying to pull off that Native American vibe. And he's got a ponytail that goes down to his ass. Like Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> Tying it all together. Who oh. who has some moves? He has some moves in that video. Which one? Billy Ray Cyrus. I guess, the, man. His hips? He's, he's dancing all over. Is that a dance? The best thing what that dude did w- for the world was Miley Cyrus, and you know how that went. Hannah Montana? That too. Same person. Um, uh, I just noticed that Tom has Bruce Lee on his shirt, and this this movie had uh, B movie Bruce Lee, little red B movie, yes, yeah, who looked a lot like him and was a really skilled stunt fighter. Yeah, generally, yeah, he was pretty decent. Just in a terrible movie, poor guy. This is this probably tanked his career. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is what Hollywood well, is. I'm. I'm moving back home. To find career, though, I mean, you don't have to be Jackie Chan to have a career. Why would you go Jackie Chan there? That seems kind of racist. It's a martial artist. That's all. Why do you got to be all Yakuza face guy? Yakuza? Yeah. That's oh, my <laughs> God. Are you seriously? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that time I meant it. That's cool. Wait. I'm just happy that Justin's toned down the end bombs that he usually drops during yeah. these, so I didn't have so to edit many. them out as much. Mm-hmm. Wait, just feel better. he's calling me racist? Anyway. I got called sexist today. I said I the know. conversation I know was sexist. There. First world problems are hard. Anyway, what are we talking Jackie Chan? No. Have you read any of your notes you took the whole time? Did you well, take notes? I did a little bit. <laughs> But one of them he was, forgot like how to right read here. in the it meantime. Says Jackie Chan <laughs> and tw- twitchy Japanese German. <laughs> he, just, rose he, just, he just has a list of euphemisms is what he has. You need just, to delete that. You're just, gonna, a race, you're gonna, just a list of just racist. <laughs> that's called a manifesto, dude. Yeah. That's our notes. Uh, what? So? The, the, uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, so anyway, the Bruce Lee guy. Con- who, con- who, <laughs> go ahead. Continuing our our racism, the, oh, there's a, there's a, a Hispanic here? Nazi, yeah, or a Hispanic guy wearing a Nazi helmet. Yeah, but I loved this scene for the one reason is his every, boxers. Uh, yeah, the heart shaped boxers. Okay, were pretty so, great. So not just him, but like the bigger scene, like with the the deluge of people coming in off the on the boat, mm-hmm. because. All I wanted to see was just all of their costumes. Basically, what were they wearing? It, it was just costumes. What, it like was just whatever did. wardrobe they had. They put on these people. It I was think that's absurd. what people wore in the seventies. The director just saw the movie Warriors and was like, "Yes, we need to do that." Oh, and then the woman who got the front of her shirt ripped open. Then the older Which lady one? was just. The oh yeah. The older lady was suddenly <laughs> shocked. Shocked. Even though oh, that's what breasts look like. Her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 
half of the women didn't have like shirts on to begin with. Like, you run a sex boat. That's yeah. what you do. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever seen boobs. <laughs> but, so, there's... Oh, and we didn't even, we didn't even talk about Karate Gallagher, who, whose big <laughs> move man. was, oh, uh, all he my hard. drinks, yeah. ch- crushed ice, <laughs> and takes his... <laughs> just slams he his head, head down on this big block of ice. Is that dude, would, not dude. sanitary? Because a, <laughs> it, it, it's just all the hair he's got going on. His forehead was greasy too, man. Yeah, hairless. He was greasy. And was then crazy. B, he just picks it up off the floor after <laughs> puts, shovels it into a cup. But, Have but, some floor ice, y'all. But, but how many times could he do that? Yeah, like you'd think that that would get old. Like I don't understand how he thinks he could keep that. There <laughs> it's was his thing, man. Years ago, there was a chicks. video. It's got to be online somewhere. It was like a Ripley's Believe It or Not or something like that. And this guy, I think it might have even been live when he was doing it. He was going to break the world record for like the most number of coconuts broken in a single session. Mm-hmm. So he's like this master sensei. And they've got like this uh, tiny coconut half pipe set up, right? So it's just a whole bunch of coconuts lined up. I'm like, all right, you're going to do... 25 in a minute or whatever it was right mm-hmm. it's like all right i'm gonna do it so they're like all right three two one and they go to start down and he goes to karate chop the first one and nothing happens and he like does another time or two and nothing is happening but not only is nothing happening also when he's hitting the coconuts his hand is sliding off of them because they are round <laughs> and it's a coconut and he's just pounding his hand on this metal like half pipe so he's just whatever full force you could take just pounding his hand onto this <laughs> so he tries to go like another time or two and then finally just has to awkwardly stand back and give my up hand is broken guys i'm done <laughs> so in my opinion if you're gonna try to break the world record i would have thought you would have tried to have broke one coconut yeah before there should have been some in. kind of training involved. I, yeah. it was incredible i gotta find that video um during this same time when the when they're having the siege on the boat mm-hmm. a pet peeve of mine uh i think this is the first time we may have talked about it is there's a balsa wood door just the yeah. most pathetic door it, that, that they break, break through. through yeah yes it's 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 almost as bad as like when the high school football teams bust through mm-hmm. the the sign that's painted yeah to be fair it's it's a boat and it's a cheap boat that's I I had I had the same yeah I had the same argument in my head like oh that's a thing it's a mick yacht like, ah, it's a boat I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna forgive that mick yacht the uh, how so they end up on the island mm-hmm. warriors the, island the warriors island they end up coming across the monks the monks challenge them to their test which is the, the zombies motion. they waste a lot of fruit. <laughs> Yeah, it was really upsetting to her. It was Tiffany's. So many the pineapples. Screaming at the whole time. <laughs> um, but but here's my big. So they end up having this series of battles with ninja zombies. Mm-hmm. How do zombies? Some samurai zombies. Some ninja zombies. How do zombies get knocked out? I understand how zombies can get killed, but Double how tap. does one knock out a zombie? Because there was a lot of zombies. Seemed that were like they out. would get hit Garlic. once and then kind of stumble around, and then like. Just, or they would just awkwardly wait for their turn. Yeah, that's like, what, oh, just I got up too early, but... Stumbling in the background so that somebody else could get hit. It's... Yeah. They were yeah. hardly zombies, though, like, at least in the modern sense. Just had blue paint on their face. Yeah, they were definitely very blue. The, I kept calling them the blue man group. 
Yeah. At one point, one of them knocks over a torch and like sets a bush on fire <laughs> that I'm pretty sure was not supposed to happen. <laughs> there was my favorite part was one of them has oh, like a it, man. It's gonna be cool. What I I don't know if this is the real term, but I know it from Ninja Turtles. The a bow. Mm-hmm. So they have a, a giant stick. Bow staff. Yeah. And they yeah. attempt to hit somebody with thing. it, but they hit the wall of the set behind them yeah. with the other side of it and then like turn and look at the wall and then continue to hit. Yeah. And they kept then it that... awkwardly hits the other it zombie was, in the face. It was the cookie it girl. Was, <laughs> it was their comedy moment. What was her name? And he fucked it up. Candy. Cookie. Cookie. You got it for some. But uh, they kept that in the movie. Like it's stuff like that yeah. that I just like, love. That's the, that's the take. They, they only did one, obviously, of each of these. Uh, Unless they totally fucked it up. Got any other things you want to point out before we start doing... Uh, our final thoughts on Raw Force uh, and move on to next week. The, the pier exploding with like three dummies stapled <laughs> yes. to yeah. the thing. <laughs> just, just completely static. Yeah. Not even no degree of And movement. obviously they thought that explosion was going to be bigger or something because you just it totally, it, it barely no, man, touched the... It'll blow the mannequins <laughs> off the pier, man. It'll be cool looking. God damn it, Larry. You told me it was going to be bigger. See what happens. Oh... Tom, what'd you think about Raw Force overall? Overall, it it uh it was a little confusing, but I definitely felt creeped out. <laughs> I think that's fair. Tiffany? I'm st- I'm still upset about the fruit. <laughs> R.I.P. fruit. Justin, Raw Force. Cameron Mitchell fucking makes this movie. He's oh. chewing up scenery and wildly firing a revolver into nothingness <laughs> he does like, yeah he the fires them at let's a helicopter. signal the rescue plane with my revolver <laughs> real quick like, yeah, yeah. Let, me, let me just fire a few rounds at it uh, so it notices us hey if i end up killing you one of you guys come rescue us guy uh, jumps off the boat let me put four or five into where he was standing before uh tom dungeon master or raw force I'm going to have to go with Dungeon Master. Tiffany, Dungeon Master, Raw Force. Yeah, Dungeon Master. Justin. Uh, This is a lot harder for me because I really like bad action martial arts movies. Be that guy, man. Uh, Just be that guy. That's fine. I'm going to say Dungeon Master, too, so you can just web blanket all over all of us. Yeah, but you know what? I think think Dungeon Master is, is better. I'm, I'm going to go Dungeon Master. All right. That's the consensus. All right. Next week, Justin, mm-hmm. um, we have first thing we're watching. All right. First thing, another signed copy of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2. That looks like all yeah. the characters from the first one. But you said didn't, didn't no one play Leatherface twice except for the weird yep. asshole guy? Mm-hmm. So it looks like some of the actors are back, but not all of them. Okay. They're like holding up a corpse, like those shitty people who like hunt lions and like pose next to them. Does that look familiar to you at all? That image? No. See if Tom or Tiffany recognizes it. Don't focus on exactly what it is. Focus on what it is supposed to be. Tom? Weekend at Bernie's? No. I'm thinking <laughs> Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Okay. That is a Breakfast Club image. So what are we going to see in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, Justin? Emilio Estevez having sex with uh, that Judd guy. Judd Nelson? Yeah. 
Uh, well, I hope it takes place in a school now. You're going to write exciting. some more slash fiction then? <laughs> oh. All right. And then Judd the Nelson second the second fiction. half? It takes place right after Suddenly Susan. Uh this one's just called Texas Chainsaw. All right, so I need it's to just gi- about a chainsaw. So yeah. I need to give you some context <laughs> here. This is going to be a confusing one. Texas Chainsaw was released uh, just a few years ago as Texas Chainsaw 3D. Okay. It is also a direct sequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. What? So what you have there is two sequels to the same movie that are not related to one another. Nice. So you would do what are you going to see? It's like both the Troll Twos. What are you going to see with that happening? Massacres with chainsaws. Is this like Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2? No. Ed Gein um, wannabes. This is... Imagine this being... They made one movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then they made two sequels to the same movie, oh. not remaking anything, not related to one another. Made but they did them 30 years sex. apart. 35 years apart. So this really gives me nothing. It's just two no. ladies and two dudes. One of them has a gun. So... Other than, I don't know, that mask looks real shitty. That looks like a real shitty mask. All right, so we're going to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre with a shitty mask. Have fun. Mm. Pre-cum. 